Hello, I'm Eagle. Eagle Gardens. Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram. And this is fucking talking shit with Eagle. Happy 4th of July. No offense to uh, any of the other great countries that may be watching, but uh, today's our day. And uh, proud to be an American, to be honest with you. Uh, this is uh, proud to make mistakes on the air, too. <laughs> I hope you guys have had an amazing 4th of July. I know I have. Had a beautiful day. It's a beautiful hot day in Michigan. I thought it only seemed to be appropriate to have somebody on the show that is a perfect example of what American dream should be. Having an idea, putting it into tuition, fucking making it happen, living life at their own way. That being said, I'd like to welcome my guests, my herbs now. How you doing, sir? Very good, Eagle. Very good. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to have me on your live and on your show. I hope you're having a great 4th of July also. Oh, I am. I'm here with uh, yourself and uh, a bunch of great folks. That's for sure. <laughs> Got a gun. First people in would have to be some Canadian folks. Hope you guys... Uh, <laughs> Thank you, General. How you doing? Uh, <clears throat> anyways, I hope you've had an amazing day, my friend. Uh, I hope business has been good. Everything's going pretty good. Uh, I had a real good day. I had, you know, I had a chance to spend some time uh, with the wife, and uh, you know, we did a little. A little cleaning up around the cabin, and I uh, cut down a tree. I shot some skeet, you know, did a little skeet shooting with my father-in-law. You know, uh, nothing like shooting guns on 4th of July. That I think that is a great thing to do, uh, shooting some guns, having some fun with that. And, uh, you know, so it was a good day. It was a real good day. Hell yeah. Be able to shoot off some guns, some fireworks, and smoke some cannabis. <laughs> right, I, I did do that. I just forgot to forgot to mention that there was a little bit of that going on. American American. I don't know. With much respect to all the other great countries, it is the birthday of this one. So I'm sorry if it depends, but yeehaw. Yeehaw, as they say in chat there. <laughs> so, uh, things have, uh, sounds like things are doing well since the last time I've seen you. You are uh, pretty steady over there. Not only that, but it sounds like, uh, you know, the truth is coming out. The truth is coming out. And uh, you've got a little bit of stats to back that shit up. And, uh, pretty happy to come on and uh, tell us about it so uh that's a man, good way uh, that, that's a good way you put that the truth's coming out um i'll never forget that you were one of the very first reviewers there in the beginning and uh yeah all the nervousness i had when i sent you your dryer to check it out and um, i was very happy that uh you had excellent results 
So, yes, the truth is slowly coming out. Uh, Eagle, every day, there's more growers loving the results from the dryer and the process. You know, it's just a matter of, uh, it's a big, it's been a big education campaign. And uh, explaining the process to the fellow growers, you know, there's a lot of nervousness out there because we've been told for so many years that we had to be careful and things had to be done slowly. And um, we, you know, we were basically scared of temperature and, you know, all this time and stuff. And, uh, you know, what it boils down to is it, uh, it's really not so, you know, uh, <clears throat> and we've got here now for the first time an alternative method to safely and consistently dry. And, uh, it's been going really well. There's some growers out there that are extremely happy, Eagle. They uh, they are so happy, in fact, with the results they're getting using the dryer that uh, they thought it was their growing. They thought they were having issues with the way the plant was growing. That's why the, the plant wasn't drying out to their, you know, uh, to their level, to what they expected. It just, uh, they thought it had to do with the growing of it. And uh, when they started using the dryer, that all turned around and they said, man, it's not my growing, my growing's on point. It was the fucking drying, the drying was screwing everything up. And uh, yeah, so there's just a lot, a lot of, a lot of change going on out there right now. We're changing the dynamics of the grow room for the first time. There's a lot of growers that are uh, ramping up the production. They're allowed, they're with their perpetual grows, they're harvesting now on a, uh, you know, bi-weekly basis or sooner. They're saving room. You know, there's a lot of home growers out there that don't have the space. So every cubic foot of space that a grower can get is important. So we are saving lots of space inside the grow rooms, which is uh, in turn it turning into more grow space so growers can put up another tent or you know do whatever they want with that extra space and i reached out to you a few weeks ago and uh you know we started talking i was doing some laboratory tests and i wanted to share that with you because what we did is we uh, did testing on two sets of jars. One jar, Eagle, was kept at a high relative humidity uh, between 57 and 62%. And another jar was kept at low relative humidity where we didn't introduce any moisture to it. We kept, we tried to keep the moisture away as long as possible. And we wanted to see what the end results were. The testing went over a course of nine weeks. We tested bud samples every three weeks until the very end. And uh, the results we found were, were quite interesting. One of the things I'd like to say is if you can keep your buds in an airtight vacuum sealed container, the chances of you getting mold are, are very low. We had all the samples tested for mold I even had paid extra money to have the uh, more 
conclusive test where they where they're looking under microscope and stuff and really really looking at the buds trying to find a piece of trying to trying to find some fucking mold and they couldn't do it eagle and i really thought there was going to be mold on week six with that high humidity with 60 percent in a jar but there was no mold to be found um as time went on I, I got the results here written down, but I know they're not going to show up very good on camera if I show them like this. Uh, but I'll just go over them as detailed as possible. Uh, we have a sample that we called No Cure. And the No Cure sample was uh, buds that were taken directly out of the Herbs Now dryer and sent to the laboratory within 24 hours. So there was no curing. Uh, we then have a sample called a three-week cure. We have a sample called the six-week cure. And we have the sample called the nine-week cure. And we have the, the control sample. Now, the control sample was the sample that was kept with low moisture in the jar. There was no moisture that was uh, introduced to the jar. We tried to keep the moisture away. So what we saw... After the first three weeks of curing, the, uh, we had a slight increase of THC, roughly about 2%, 2.5%. Buds increased in THC level. By week six, that, that same THC level, um, it stayed the same. It didn't go any higher, it didn't go any lower. Uh, we tested again for THC sample at week nine, and we started to get a slight decline. Um, it went back to more of the normal levels from the beginning of the test with the no cure. We're around 21%. And uh, during that whole time, Eagle, there was no mold found. And that was very surprising to me. Again, I'm going to say that was very surprising. And this also shows that you can keep mold away. You can have a safe cure time, whether you like high humidity or whether you like low humidity, as long as you have your buds in a vacuum sealed airtight container. Um, that definitely helped out with the mold, keeping it at bay. Now, <clears throat> the control sample, that sample through the whole nine weeks was kept at a low humidity and the humidity slowly rise. It, uh, by the end of nine weeks, it went from roughly 33% in the beginning to 39%, now 40%. It got up to 40%, but it never got any higher over the course of nine weeks. Now, during that time, both of the buds by week three um, went from a sticky, uh, kinetic sand type crumble to a spongy outside. The buds were spongy by week three and carried on through all the way to week nine. The buds didn't get uh, dry after that. They stayed spongy the whole time. In the end, for both the samples that had the high relative humidity and the low, humid uh, low relative humidity in the jars, the end result eagle was the same. Both THC levels, terpenes, and mold were, ex were almost exactly the same uh, by the end of nine weeks. 
there was little than there was less than a one percent difference uh, between the samples. There was a lot of terpenes lost by week nine. The terpenes lost almost fifty percent. Over fifty percent of the terpenes were lost on the bud. Uh, didn't have the original smell. The buds didn't have that original smell as they started uh, in the beginning. But at the end, they had more of a more of an organic smell, I would say. It didn't smell bad, uh, but it didn't smell, you know, like the original bud. So what is this, in conclusion, what does all this tell us? This tells us that we can achieve a safe curing time if you have a good vacuum sealed airtight jar. And this also tells us that between week three and week six of curing, whether you're curing in a high humidity environment or a low humidity environment, we peak out. Our THC levels peak out between week three and week six. Now, what does that mean? That means to me, after looking uh, after these numbers here, that six weeks of curing, anything after six weeks, if you cure for longer than six weeks, it's, it's really not doing us any justice here. So we've seen that. They started to go down after six weeks. And uh, yeah, the end results, Eagle, basically, if you like your bud spongy or if you like your bud a sticky crumble, you can have it however you want it once you let the drying process happen uh, in the Herbs Now dryer. If you wait until the stems to break, follow the procedure, um, jar your buds up, you have a minimum of one to three weeks to allow that moisture back safely under your control where you can uh, dial in your buds to where you like them. If you like a spongy bud, you know what I'm talking about. You know the sticky crumble and you know the spongy bud. So whatever you like, our growers now can get in the bullseye rings every harvest and have it how they like. And that's what we've shown here um, with the laboratory results. Yeah, I don't like the sticky crumble myself. Uh, like, that's right around 10%, isn't it? Something like that. I like mine a little bit more around 12, 14%. You know? uh, more moist. More, a little bit more moist for bud myself. But, right, uh, so. I'm not. Go ahead. So, uh, oh. Go ahead. how long does it usually take after you? finished your drying in the uh, the dryer to get it to you like? Is it like a week maybe or two weeks? How long does it take to get to that moisture level back to what you like? Uh, to be honest with you, I try to keep it at, once it comes out of the machine, I try to keep it at what, what that state is. And that's what I maintain right there. Because uh, I think we've talked about my process is a little bit different than your process i think experimented a little bit with machine and uh so i start my curing process almost a little bit in the machine before i even uh start putting it in the jar i'll actually uh dry to a crisp crispest uh bud and then i'll cut her back for a few hours to shut it down and let the bud but uh, moisten up a little bit like that and then fire back up to a crispy. That's right. You were telling me that. Yes, you were. I remember now that you tell me that. Yes, you do it that way. I remember. And, but I also pack tight, tight. You know what I mean? I think I've seen you uh, 
have actually maybe changed your method a little bit on how much you can pack in that thing. I was seeing on your video the other day <laughs> that, uh, you know, in the beginning you were saying maybe six to eight, maybe eight to ten <laughs> tops. And I was like, nah, you can fucking pack that bitch. I get some uh, numbers in there. And you were like, really? And I, I seen you pulling some good weight out of that machine. Yeah, I, I packed it up that last one. I'm glad you seen that. Have you, so has your uh, method of, you know, and has the testing proved that you can uh, maybe pack to pack it up a little? Has the testing changed your um, methodology or suggested packing method at all? No, um, the testing just basically showed me that you can have the same results, whether if you pack it tight or, you know, you got just a handful of buds in there. The, the big determining factor on how how uh, the dry down process ends and how long it's going to go is the humidity level that's that's in the room that where the dryer is operating. If you got a high humidity level, that's going to take that dry time a lot longer. It's going to extend it past that 96 hours until the stems break. And uh, if you have a dry humidity environment them stems are going to, it won't take as long. You know, they're going to break a little bit earlier. And that is the key, Eagle. That is what I've been stressing to all the growers that are jumping onto the Herbs Now machine. They want to know how it works. And uh, I tell them, you got to keep the dryer in a operating environment of 60 to 78 degrees Fahrenheit with 40 to 60% relative humidity and don't stop drying until them, them stems are breaking. Because Eagle, what they do is they panic. They'll feel that bud start to get dry and they want to panic. You know, they want to panic. They think the bud's going to over dry. They stop drying. They jar the bud up and there's still too much moisture in it. And then this causes odor issues inside their jar. And then, you know, this is when they have problems. And I tell them, I said, you, you, you pulled the trigger too early. You stopped drying too early. And now you didn't give your bud enough time to finish the dry until that stem broke. So that is the biggest mistake, Eagle, is to try and get them to relax, to actually let the bud dry until that stem breaks. Right. Yeah, and I actually, uh, I actually let it dry a little bit past that myself because I go, like I said, I, once it leaves that machine, for me, it's uh, it's jar ready. The cure's eh, more than started. It's more of a storage process for me. Uh, but so I go by the crispiness of the bug straight out because I don't like you've. I, that's where again where I differ just slightly from uh, your method, suggested method. I don't leave the stems in there. I strip them right down because I've always, you know, a hang dry still scares me. You know, I had a, somebody ask me the other day about uh, uh, they unfortunately were hanging and uh, had a big old bud and was wanting to know should they just hang it as is or uh, break that thing down. I was like, man, it's nice to see that, you know, big old bud and shit, but man, descend that fucking thing and eliminate, you know, it's nothing more heartbreaking 
then uh, all that hard work and, you know, you've got to dry and then you go to chop in that thing and you've had a bad dry. Then you haven't taken that fucking one ounce coal apart and you fucking start breaking it up and it's all fucking moldy in there. It's that's hard. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, hey, nobody walks around with it like that in their pocket. So it's got to get broken down anyways. Take a picture. Call it a day. That's what I say. Right, right. That's basically what I say, too. Yeah. I, I know you're um, you're up north, but uh, the Major General was asking if you uh, happen to have a machine handy to show. I know mine's in, like, five pieces right now. But uh, I just, just pulled her apart to harvest. It's right here in trays. But uh, do you have one handy? What's this equal? Uh, the major general is asking to see a unit. A unit? He wants to see a dryer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have one? Yeah, I mean, I... I guess that was maybe a stupid question, huh? <laughs> right here. There it is. <laughs> Actually, I just got done harvesting mine's right here pieces nice that's the way the camera's set up i can't show it uh perfectly let me see if it'll let me flip the camera around here yeah you should, uh, you should be able to And more. It's not letting me. Let's see here. What's this? There we go. I can do this, Scott. I can, uh, I can screen share it. How's it flipping my camera? There you go. This is the machine available on Amazon. There you are. So that's what the five tray unit there. That's the five tray, and it can be expanded to eight. Do uh, I remember at one point you were talking about uh, spacers? Is that something that's uh, is available as well? The spacer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For uh, like a, the thicker buds. I remember you. Oh, I thought it right, right, tough. Um, spacer ring or something like that. Is that a, an option? Right. Each tray can come apart and it turns into the spacer. That ring, um, once you pull the bottom out of the tray, that ring is the spacer and you use that to build up your sides for a thicker, a taller bud. So that's what you would have to do. Just keep taking the bottoms out for whatever size bud you need. And you could stand a bud up in there like a uh, size of a pop can or a beer can if you wanted to. But when you start doing that, you're not breaking down the bud like we were just talking about and leaving larger chunks in there. Um, you're not going to get an, you're not going to get as an even dry time and you're going to not going to use all your space properly. You're not going to take maximum advantage of that space that's inside your dryer. So if you don't have a large yield, if you just got a small one plant type thing, 
Sure, go right ahead. You know, uh, do the money shot, put a big butt in there, um, play around with it. Leave more leaf on if you want. Uh, but if you have a lot of plant material, you have a big yield, you want to break that stuff down so you can uh, fill up your trays to maximum capacity. Uh, Major's asking if uh, it can drive pounds. I would say this unit with the eight ring or the eight tray, you could probably get close to a pound. But uh, uh, Scott, if I remember right, you have an eight or a four pound unit uh, coming available. Soon. I'm working on that Eagle. I'm still working on the four pound dryer. It's not available yet. Uh, but I have many times uh, put over eight ounces using only four trays. Uh, the, the trays were set up as big bud spacer trays, which is the two trays transformed into one by taking the bottom out of the top tray. With that configuration, uh, you can get four ounces dry in one of those trays configured like that. Um, if you can repeat that four times, that's a pound, and that's eight trays. So, you, yes, you can get a pound in it. It's just a matter of a little practice and uh, loading the, the trays effectively. That's the biggest challenge. I'm a believer that it could be done. That's for sure. So oh, you stuffed it that Why couldn't I still got the picture on that one? I couldn't believe the, the, the sausage links you put in there. They were huge. That's just the way I, I stuff it like that every time. I don't leave air gaps. I, I stuff no. it just as tight as I can get it. Sheen takes care of it. I don't, you know, it's never let me down. I've been totally satisfied with that thing so far. And uh, thank God, because I've still been running lights and, you know, test lights in that other tent that I used to dry in. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, that what really? Yeah, yeah. That's one of the biggest advantages that I had. You know, that machine there is, uh, I used to hang dry in that tent. And I think that's my actually my quote. On the card, I can't remember on my little flyer there is, yeah, you can save, you know, why, uh, you know, you can, uh, I forget what it is, but yeah, it's pretty much what you said, though, you know, I, why, uh, why hang dry when I can uh, dry in that machine and grow in, in my hang tent, and that's exactly what I did, I used to hang that in that tent, now I fucking, I grow, I test lights in that tent now, so, <laughs> It's been a plus, plus, plus for me. And uh, I have had done side-by-sides not so long ago. I ran the Dominatrix. And um, that that strain, because uh, she was a yielder, actually filled the machine up and then some. So I actually had to, uh, you know, hang dry, <laughs> do a little hang dry because I was a uh, full capacity there. So I had to. Oh, do I'm gonna hook you up side. now, man. Hey, we're gonna have some stuff coming. I'm gonna send you some shit. We're gonna hook you up, but no more. I, I'm gonna send you enough, hopefully, that you don't need to do that no more. No more pinching. Oh man, no, you gotta do that. But uh, I did the side by side, and uh, Jack Greenstock, who just got a machine, I, you may have seen him around. The yes, yes, community. yes, yes. The name sounds very familiar. Yes. I believe they had you on the uh, Cheap Home Grow show or uh, Growing My Fellow Home Growers episode one time. And uh, so I think somebody just gifted him a machine. So he's anxious to try out his machine as well. But, uh, you know, uh, he was a little bit skeptical, just like most. 
uh, one time when I was doing that pull down there. So he was kind of, you know, the one that kind of kicked me in the butt a little bit to, to do the side by side. You know what I mean? And uh, so I did. And what I, I found out what you're saying is true. You know, the, the dryer butt was actually more turpier than the hang dry. And uh, which was kind of kind of surprising. It's surprising, you know, right? I, it's surprising. I know. We got the numbers that back it up. I mean, I'm showing everyone this is the truth. And yeah, it's hard to believe, but these are the facts. And you know, Eagle, I am so glad to be the grower, to be the one showing other growers, hey, we can do it better. We can do it safer. And uh, that's all we're trying to do here. We all want to have the full potential out of them buds that we took so long to grow and put all our love into it. That's, we want to have the full potential out of them out of the end of, and the, you know, that's all this is about. We're going to retain, we're going to retain maximum THC, terpenes, and now it was just recently brought to my attention, esters. We are, Herbs Now users are retaining more esters. Um, the esters are responsible for your fruity aromas, your blueberry, your strawberry, your banana. Uh, some of these esters are solely responsible for these aromas that we have, and we are now retaining more of those too, and that was overlooked. Uh, I think for a little while there, you know, the esters and I'm glad, uh, I'm glad one of the chefs, I'm not even going to call this guy. He was a food chemist. I'm going to call him a food chemist, uh, out there in Chicago. Shout out to Brooke, Brooke, the food chemist in Chicago, uh, talked about the esters and he said, yep, the dryer and it's quite possible you were retaining the esters. So it's win, win, win with the herbs now, Eagle. I don't know if you're watching chat, but uh, you know we have a few in there that's uh, tell, saying how much they enjoy this machine too. Most hated growers talk about how much uh, he enjoys his right. machine. Purple Thumb OG says he loves his machine, and I personally have you know heard a lot of people say, uh, good things about the machine, which makes me feel you know a hell hell of a lot better that uh, you know I. I pushed the product or have uh, showcased the product uh, with good pride. You know, I mean, I, I I wouldn't push anything or show anything that I had bad uh, results with. And but of course, you know, when you do show something and somebody kind of takes your word or guidance in something, uh, you're always going, oh, God, you know. I hope they have the, the same great results I have. And uh, it's been that, you know what I mean? I have yet to have somebody, you know, actually come and tell me, oh my God, this, no, no, I've had quite the opposite. It's always been, you know, I love my machine. Thank you for the suggestion. And it uh, makes me feel a hell of a lot better you know, about the endorsing machine, even though I know my results with the machine are true. Uh, it's good, always great to hear other people and their results, uh, minds be, being changed as well. Uh, it's always a, uh, it's always great to see them posts of you know the people that's tried it out for the first time. And, uh, oh yeah, I got yeah. lots of, uh, I got all kinds. I got shout out to uh, DK Kush Grower. Here's what he said: We probably come across an incredible product 
few times once in a while. Herbs Now was one of them. Shout out to the Brooklyn Dabs. Worked like a charm. Trichome stayed intact. Keystone Genetics. The smell is way better than anything I've ever grown before. Dank Mass. From what I can tell, little to no difference. Doesn't look like I'll be hang drying ever again. These are all real comments from growers. I have hundreds and hundreds of them that are so happy that I, we have made a dryer now that can bring consistency to the table for the first time. Um, this is huge. I got lots and lots of emails and uh, just, it's, it's just, an, it's the greatest feeling in the world that you're helping so many people and I'll get higher Eagle. They're getting higher. <laughs> So I can't see the comments. Oh, that's another thing. I can't see any comments. I can just see you and hear you only. All right. If you have any questions for myself or Scott from my herbs now, please uh, tag me so I can uh, see your questions or comments that are directed to myself or Scott. <clears throat> it sure does help to see them red boxes. Just want to throw that out there. I know some of them uh, I have caught. Uh, I know the major general was uh, just asking about the relationship of uh, esters with uh, alcohol. I believe he was asking about. You know, uh, touch on that. The relation to esters to alcohol? Yeah. Um, well, in chemistry... Go ahead. In chemistry, an ester is a chemical compound derived from an acid. Um, it's usually an alkyl group or a carboxylic acid. Um, as far as I know, um, they're really... An alcohol and an ester are two different chemical compounds. You have the ROO, uh, <clears throat> RCOORH molecule, and uh, the alcohol is, uh, well, what is it? Uh, it's my tongue here. Oh, I can't think of it. Uh, but they are two different, and the, the, there isn't a really a relationship. The ester is a, it's a different compound all in itself. Enterocentamelia, that's a good question. Uh, machine is still relatively new, but I guess it could apply. They want to know if any cups have been uh, won with somebody drying with the herbs now. Method. They want to know if there's any custom? No, if there's any cups that's been won where the, uh, the growers dried the bud using an herb dry. Machine. I'm sorry, you broke up again, Eagle. I didn't they want to know if uh, a, a cup's been won where the growers utilize the herbs now dryer method. Oh, if a cup's been won where growers yeah, utilize yeah, yeah. it. Um, yes, uh, not to my aware, okay, not to my knowledge. Um, there are a few people that uh, 
have said they're going to use their buds from the herbs now dryer in the next cup that they're in, but I have yet to uh, get any feedback from an actual winner or somebody that ran runner up or anything like that. But I'm sure it's on the horizon. I'm sure it's on the horizon. Um, somebody just told me recently that they wanted to enter the uh, their buds in a cup after being dried in the herbs now. So as we stand, no, not today. Um, I like the idea of, uh, have, how many people have uh, you heard of that uh, utilize the machine using uh, drying their hash? Lots. The bubble hash, is that like something, you know? Lots. Yep, yep. You know, Eagle, and this is funny as hell because I never intended that, okay? This is something that the guys started playing around with, and they started sticking it in there and asking questions. And I said, yeah, I go, it probably would work. To my knowledge, there's at least a couple hundred growers out there that dry the bubble hash inside the Herbs Now Dryer. Um, depending on what your method is and how much moisture is left in the bubble hash, will determine the final dry time. I've had dry times told to me anywhere between 12 and 30 hours for bubble hash. Are they laying it on parchment or are they setting it directly on the rack? Exactly. No, every picture I've seen, the growers have cut parchment paper to fit inside the dryer and then they laid their bubble hash on that inside the dryer. I mean, it seems like it sounds like it would be a good idea to be honest with you. You know, a lot I'm of always experiment with drying methods with my hash, but uh, at this last round, I kind of thought of it too late. But I was like, man, I really do need to try it like that. But this round, I fully intended to uh, throw some in there and experiment the process. So. So you you are going to try to do the bubble hash and dry it in the dryer the next time? Excellent. Oh hell yeah. Yep. I got enough. I got. I just bought me a, a nice machine, a twenty pounder, a twenty pound bubble magic machine, and uh, I got a nice load. <laughs> got a nice uh, stash that needs to be washed. So I'm gonna try to utilize some in the, the again. I unintended tended dry side by side but i'll put some in the freezer and i'll put some in the, the machine and uh, definitely test it out both ways eagle how would no someone normally dry the bubble hash out if they didn't use a dryer well there's a couple different methods uh either you just uh kind of make sure you break it down as fast as you can and into a sandy you know uh Sandy-like uh, consistency on a parchment paper and leave it okay. laying out, covered somewhere, preferably in maybe a pizza box or um, you know something like that where it can be covered. I myself again, I, I sway a little bit. It can be also uh, dried with a freeze dryer. Some people uh, are trying to save turps, and they say that's the route to go right there to save turps. The freeze dryer, you know. Yep, yep. And uh, I use a freeze drying method, but I don't have a freeze dryer 
I tend to uh, leave the patties more whole, like, you know, more of a patty than chop it all up. I right. break it up a little bit later on, but the initial process, I leave it in a patty and I'll put it in a, a Prilex pan and I'll put it in the freezer until, uh, well, I'll pat it, let's start there. I'll pat it dry and the screen is, you know, without trying to really smash it. Nice, gentle pat there. And then I'll put it in the Prilex there and uh, throw it in the freezer and I'll let it stay in there for a while until like you actually see the moisture come out on the hash. You know what I mean? You can actually see the moisture crystals come out. And then I'll pull it out and I'll set it on top of the freezer there for a while until I can see that uh, moisture evaporate off. And at right. that point, I'll usually flip them patties over and then I'll uh, shove them back in the freezer and I'll repeat that process because it's slowly wicking that moisture out, you know, as it freezes. Right. You know, until I get it to uh, got a nice dry to it and then I'll start breaking it up a little bit finer and doing it a, more of a dry process after that but I initially start with a freeze that type of freeze dry technique uh, that's usually my go-to method to be honest with but this gotcha. time around I'm, I, I want to see if I can uh, try a little faster method because you know that method there does take some time you know, a lot of back and forth, okay. you know, but you know, if I could uh, set it and forget it, <laughs> I'm down for that as well, for sure. Well, let me tell you, you haven't done it yet, but um, there's at least a couple hundred growers out there that are doing it and they haven't complained once, they like it, so it's working, it's working. So, I think you'll have good success if you try it. Now, uh, before I uh, I uh, get into my next question, I want to stop for a sec. I dropped that uh, soundbite video today, and I just want to kind of address that a little bit. I hope most people, since we got 46 watching currently, I just wanted to uh, address that video. If you're one of the 103 videos that were prior up to that video and that video does cover up to the 103 um the first 10 i apologize you know one through 10 uh, the sound bite wasn't a thing or at least if you did say it uh it wasn't in there and obviously if you don't say it it's hard to work you into <laughs> into the real into the rear uh real god that'll make somebody sound bite right there into the real uh uh <laughs> but uh you know there's a lot of great people that were missed either in uh some episodes uh that just you know the ending came too quick and abruptly and i didn't get a chance to ask the the guest for a sound bite or uh it was either prior to soundbite, uh, you know what I mean? So some people did get uh, left out of that clip. Uh, some of the great people over there at the Michigan Bros Grow Show that helped start things out. Uh, Sequence, Skillbow, Red Setter Farms. Uh, yeah, a lot of great folks in the first 10 episodes that did get there. And there was uh, Tommy Tricombs. MMP Nations Creations, I believe, didn't, uh, I couldn't find his clip as well. But 
But I just want to address that uh, if you, for some reason, you didn't make that clip, uh, you're not forgotten by any means. I appreciate everybody that's taken the time to help uh, make some content or put out an episode. Uh, sorry, you didn't make that real. Oh, Smiley's Gardens. I don't know how the fuck Smiley didn't make that clip either. Somebody was quick to point out Smiley wasn't in the real. But uh, I'm truly sorry to that guy for sure because he's been a staple through this whole thing for uh, the whole time. Uh, but I hope you guys enjoyed that. And uh, not only to the people that were in the reel and helped do the content, but uh, you know all the great people that uh, tune in every night. You guys uh, deserve your own reel. I wish there was some way that I could uh, do a thank you reel for all you guys that uh, tune in night after night. So just wanted to throw that out there. Hope you guys enjoyed that uh, 4th of July. Thank you episode. <clears throat> Back, back to you, my friend. Back to you. Oh, <clears throat> hell yeah. Throw that out there, man. Uh, what can I say, Eagle? Been going live here now for almost three years. We picked up a hell of a lot of followers. You've seen my following grow. You witnessed that. Um, if this was not real, if it didn't work, we wouldn't have lasted this long. It, it would have ended. Uh, but you... You, in fact, were part, you were part of it all from the beginning, man. Ah, oh, that was awesome, Eagle. I, I'm so glad that we met. I really am. Um, I'll never forget the nervousness I was when I first sent you the dryer. But you were one of the first. You were special. And they always say, surround yourself with the people that want to work with you. Okay? Surround yourself with the people that, you know, are helping you and uh, believe in you. That's how you want to move forward. I never had any plan, you know, of this. I never did anything like this before, sales or building a product. So the only thing that I fall back on is giving the best information I can and helping each person, each grower answer their question and uh, show them the process. That, that is how I do it. And, you know, that's the only way to do it. Bill Sid would like to know how much uh, power does, uh, or how much wattage does the machine use? Yeah, okay, that's a good question. And it's commonly asked, a lot of guys in Hawaii, um, shout out to the Hawaiian Islands, there's a lot of dryers, there's a lot of herbs now on the islands. Um, a lot of those growers out there, they grow outside, okay? And so the power that they do use in their houses a lot of it is subsidized by solar and wind. So they want to know how much watts and amps that the dryer will pull. Um, so to answer that question, on the bottom of the sticker, it's rated at 500 watts, but the dryer does not pull that, okay? Uh, the dryer will not pull that ever um, because it doesn't, the heating element doesn't stay on long enough to draw that many watts to to go up at a high enough temperature. At peak wattage from your wall when the element is engaged will be 300, approximately 333 watts, 2.4 amps. When the heating element is not engaged, it's about 75 watts. So it ranges between 75 and 330 watts roughly, 2.5 amps. 
which isn't nothing. It's still uh, still a lot less than what you'd have a run a filtered fan in a ten area. You know, the fan's gonna run you close to that. Right. Drive. When the fan only is running and moving the warm air around, it's about seventy-five watts. No, I mean, like if you were uh, in a hang drive system, and ah. uh, you know what I mean. Oh well, or, yeah. I mean, know, that's in comparison. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, in comparison, it's it's probably you know depending on if is that hang drive person are they running a dehumidifier? How many fans are they going? You know what what is their environment? If it's cold, then they do have a heater going. You know, chances are. Um, they are set up with equal or more watts they're pulling than the herbs now dryer is. Yeah, I, that's what I was getting at. I'm willing to bet it's more on the more side. You know, like you said, once you start firing up a humidifier and a few fans, mm -hmm. you know, it adds up sure. real quick. For sure. Um. Uh, Shango's gas says, I'm sold. Does it come in a uh, plain discreet box when in shipping? He's Does aiming for guess. the discreet on the shipping, discreet? Yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you know what? Tell him, are you watching, sir? That discreetness is very, very important to us. There is a lot of states out there that are still red. And we have, uh, we've sent many herbs now out there. And uh, it is a plain brown box. There is no fancy writing on it. Um, small print. So uh, you would have to literally hold it up to your face kind of to read it. You'd have to get close to it to read it. You couldn't read it from a distance. And uh, we use FedEx. FedEx shipping, one to four days. I'm in Michigan. Excuse me. I'm in Michigan, and uh, depending on where you're at from Michigan, one to four days. Right on. Um, another question here. I know we have a lot of UK viewers, and uh, one in chat for sure that was asking about the machine, uh, Green 13. I want to give him a shout out uh, real quick uh, on a separate note. Uh, he took, uh, I posted some of that video up on uh, Instagram, the celebration. Uh, <laughs> by the way, that was so much fun to make, to grab all them clips of all them people fucking going, I'm on fucking talking shit with Eagle. There's so many fucking smiley faces through that. But he went out, he went through there and um, tagged a lot of people in them. You know what I mean? Broke them down and uh, tagged people on Instagram. Uh, Mila, the hash queen, Danny Danko, and, you know, a lot of other people to make sure they got to see it. And uh, I thought that was real cool of him, which ultimately led to uh, Danny Danko reposted the show's uh, celebration episode and gave the show a shout out, you know, big thank you and uh, congratulations on the 100 episode. And Mila and all them people, because of his effort, reposted, reposted because of uh, his efforts there. So I just wanted to thank you, you know, thank you, good sir, for helping out the show and uh, 
doing what you do. He's been on the show a few times. So moreover, that's why I wanted to make sure and his question got asked, but uh, is the is the machine available in the UK area yet? I think at Eagle. one time it was, but mm -hmm. was, uh, you're right. Uh, Eagle, it was available in the UK for a while. I sent lots of dryers. <clears throat> I sent lots of dryers to the UK, France, Germany, Australia, New Zealand, and a lot of these dryers got blown up because there was multiple reasons they were blown up. Uh, it says right on the dryer, it's so many volts, you know, but a lot of the growers got excited, forgot, plugged it in, blew up the dryer because too much voltage went in. And uh, I tried to help as many as I could, but eventually it got to a point where it was overwhelming. So many dryers, right? We blew up dryers all around the world, Eagle. We blew up dryers all around the world. And we had to go back to the drawing board. And now may have a dryer. It's going to be 220 to 240 volts. It'll operate within that range, 220 to 240. It's going to be available here in less than two months. I have an email. If you want to uh, be uh, put on a list, I will notify you as soon as the dryer arrives. You can send me an email request to info at myherbsnow.com. Just say, hey, Scott, put me on the European Herbs Now email list, and I will take your email and put it in a folder. And once the dryers come in, I got a big folder full of emails. It's all gonna go out to everybody as soon as it arrives. So if you're interested, send me an email and I will let you know immediately um, when the dryer comes in. But yes, I had to go back to the drawing board, Eagle. We fucking blew up dryers all over the world. And uh, it wasn't good because that is not the experience that I wanted the grower to have. I didn't want him to buy my product and then have it blow up on him like a jack-in-the-box. Um, I wanted them to be happy. I wanted them to have excellent dry buds and, uh, and I wanted them to have an excellent experience, but uh, that wasn't happening, so I had to stop. So we went back to the drawing board. We fixed the problem. There will never ever be another Herbs Now dryer that'll blow up in a European country. So yeah. It is available to our friends in Canada though, though right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, for all the Canadian viewers that are watching right now, um, we exclusively send all the Herbs Now dryers to Tree of Life. Shout out to the Tree of Life in Pickering, Ontario. Um, this is a grow store that uh, the owners actually use the dryer. They, they purchased a dryer, they use the herbs now, they like the herbs now, and they put it in their store, they started ordering. Uh, we built a relationship with them, and now we've, uh, we just deal with them exclusively for all the Canadian orders. Why? Um, because the duty fees and taxes going over the border are extreme. So a lot of growers did not like that. They, they did not want to pay the duty fees. And I don't blame you. You know, the government, they want, to, they want too much goddamn money sometimes. So I don't blame you one bit for that. But we had to figure out another way to go around that shit. And that way was Tree of Life. So we're going to save you on duty fees and taxes. You go to the Tree of Life, check out their store, check out their website. 
They will take care of you. They use the product. They can answer questions and I can answer your questions too. So if you have any questions, send me a message and I will personally answer your questions. And for all of you, uh, Eagle, there's a lot of guys out there and women that want to buy the dryer, but they don't want to buy it over the internet. They want to pay cash. And I understand that. So if you have a store, um, if you would like to get a herbs now and you want to buy it from your store using cash, go into your store, say, hey, I want the herbs now dryer. Can you get some? Tell them to contact us. I will gather their store information. I will give them excellent store pricing, minimum of one case. They can order a case of dryers. Um, we'll get them out there and you know, you can get a dryer from your store. So that's how it'll have to work if you want one from your store. Just go in your store and say, I want my herbs now. I want my herbs now. And they're going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? What, you know, what the fuck do you want your herbs now? And, you know, you're going to say, hey, it's this machine. You show them, say, look, here's a picture. And they're going to, you know, they're going to be like, okay. And, you know, they reach out. And that's how it's been going. I'm in uh, eight stores right now. There's eight stores that I am in right now. We're in stores in Massachusetts, Oklahoma, Virginia. Um, we are in stores in Canada, Tree of Life. And there's a store in Michigan. And one more, there's a state that's slipping my mind right now, but we're, we're, we're slowly going into the stores, Eagle. That's, that's really cool. I've, uh, that's a nice thing. I just want to talk, say, dressed in there. He said it looked like a, a beef dehydrator, a food hydrator. Very, very not even close. I mean, uh, way different things. Uh, way different right. temperatures. You try to go throw your butt in a fucking dehydrator, you'll absolutely destroy it. Uh, the My Herb Cell machine is uh, set at optimum temperatures for drying. I've had one myself. I can honestly say I love the machine. But uh, it may look similar, unfortunately. Unfortunately, that's a, a bad rap. Is there any way around that it, that uh, maybe that can be changed in the future? Nah. That, uh, maybe right, set so you apart from that fucking, you know what I mean? It's, it's uh, all in the guts. It's in the guts. <laughs> and we can go right... Let me first start out. I had a limited budget, okay? So I had to use the money that I had strategically. And making a mold change, they call that a mold change, is very, very expensive. If you want a mold change on a product to change how the plastic looks or to change how the shape looks, um, it's very expensive to do that. It was most important to me to get the product on the market first at a reasonable price and in the grower's hands. The, the things that are different about the herbs now dryer it has a heavy duty motor it has a low preset temperature lower than you would find in a food maker you cannot do fruit you cannot do meat inside the dryer it does not get hot enough okay um so rest assured it was made by a grower me i tested multiple temperature ranges and i dialed it into a temperature range that is very suitable for all kinds of different environmental situations, whether you're in a high humidity or a low humidity, um, the dryer will perform well for you. So uh, that, that to answer that question, that, that's the best I can. It's not, you can't do food in it. You can't do fruit. 
I specifically made it for drying cannabis at a low temperature. So it's a tool. It's uh, a tool like anything else. I want to, uh, the Major General 420 Army uh, has a few questions here. I want to address uh, something he was touching on earlier about the size of the machine. I just wanted to quickly point out that it's something that we didn't touch on. You know, we kind of said led to that, that there's a four pound unit coming up uh, soon, but you do offer uh, deals on multi-packs, baller packs, I believe you call them. Uh, so that's another option as well as, you know, not a bigger machine is discounts on uh, several, right? That's right. Um, we offer multiple, we have two discounts. Well, actually we have multiple discounts. The first discount <clears throat> is on two dryers. If you buy two dryers at the same time, we call that the Growers Plus package. That is a savings of $45. If you buy three dryers at the same time, we call that the Gangster package. And that is a savings of $90. We also offer a veteran discount, a very generous veteran discount that is a better deal than the discount packages. So if you're a veteran, please reach out to me. Um, I will simply ask for a form of proof of your veteran status. That could be a, a simple picture or an ID or some paperwork or, you know, I'm very simple. It could be a picture of you in a uniform or your medals. Um, doesn't have to be complicated. Once I verify that, I will email you an invoice for your veteran discount and you can get as many dryers as you want at a veteran discount. There's no limit on that. So those are the awesome. three discounts I offer. That's pretty awesome as well. Pretty damn awesome. Um, the other question he wanted to address was uh, temperature. What was the running temperature, which I don't know what you, I've heard roughly the temperature but he can't nail it down. And he wanted to know uh, if it was adjustable. No, it's not adjustable. It's it's CPU guided or something like that, correctly. Correct? That's correct, Eagle. The temperature is not adjustable. Um, the temperature range is preset and controlled by a microcontroller. Now I can't tell, I can't tell the listeners and uh, the followers the exact temperature range because that is my secret. But I will say that the dryer, um, the microprocessor will keep the drying chamber within the high 70s to low 80s. That's the, that's the goal for the microprocessor to keep it in the high 70s to low 80s. And uh, that gives us, we, I like to call that the Goldilocks temperature range that I have it set at because uh, we retain maximum THC and terpenes through that consistent dry down. We, we can all agree going too fast is bad. Even I'll, I'll tell you, yeah, you go too fast, shit's going to get messed up. And you can go too hot. Eagle, I tested temperature ranges. You can get high enough to where the weed, it don't even smell anymore. It literally has no smell and it does turn to dust. The stem, the stems will turn to dust. That's how dry you can get it. So um, the dryer does not do that. It can't even go near that temperature, but 
be aware, this is not hang drying. So your first experience with it, you might see that the buds are drier than a level that you're normally accustomed to. That is nothing to be afraid of. Nothing went wrong, okay? This is just part of the drying process. If you like that spongy bud, like we were talking about in the beginning here with the laboratory tests, once the drying process is finished, you have one to three weeks minimum to allow that moisture back to a level that, that you that you like. You know, it's just as simple as that. If you want a, a spongier bud, you got one to three weeks and your, your bud will be spongy, whether you like it or not, because that moisture is coming back. Uh, we can't stop it. <clears throat> it's very hard to stop it. Now, uh, I remember you talking about on another show, uh, air pruning, right? The machine is capable of air pruning. The air layering. Bigger. There you go, air layering. Uh, for bigger clones, if you wanted to start off with a bigger tree. Start yeah, 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 yeah. I got... Uh, me uh let's uh let's peek it let's take a peek at that let's walk over here into my other room it's it's uh it's nighty night time right now but i think we can get a close enough shot here you can see that you see that there it is right there that's one, and I have another one. Right in here. And basically what's going on here with this method is you're keeping your clone right on your plant. So if you're in a state that only allows you to have 12 plants, including your clones, you can take one of your plants and have all your clones on it, or you could take a couple of your plants and have clones on it. Every plant that you have with this method is now a mother plant, every plant. You can clone all your plants, and that plant, that clone, here's the loophole. That clone does not count as another plant until you cut it off the plant. So you, you can have, for example, you could have five clones on one plant and it wouldn't count as one clone. So this is an excellent method. The reason I got into this air layering was I had a clone, or I'm sorry, I had a strain, the Gorilla Glue number four, it was really finicky. It didn't want to clone like with traditional ways with the clone dome and that type of thing, a clone machine. It didn't want to clone. I, 10 clones, you might get two. And I was falling behind in my production. I said, fuck this. I said, fuck this. There's got to be another way to clone. So I started looking on the internet and I found this Chinese, ancient Chinese 2000 year old method of air laying. I'm like, fuck. So I started messing around with it and it took me about four months to figure out a good procedure. And part of that procedure was I got that, uh, let me step over here, where's that stuff? Part of the procedure, once you successfully get the roots, 
you have to seal the bottom once you cut it off the plant. What I use is this stuff right here. Okay. It's like a tar. I cut it off the plant. You seal it on the bottom so you don't get that air embolism because the air embolism can still mess with the clone at this point. So you want to seal up the bottom. Once that happens, your success rate goes to 99% plus. If you don't seal the bottom, you get about a 50 or 60% success rate and the clone might, may die. It may not die, but whether if it dies or it doesn't die, it really, uh, by not sealing the bottom, it slows it down. It doesn't want to just take to the pot and start running once you cut it off. Um, so it's a great method. I strongly suggest any cannabis grower out there to learn this method. Um, this is going to pay off in spades for you, whether you need extra space, whether you want to save energy, time cleaning you don't need a clone clone dome anymore you don't got to clean up a cloning machine um there's lots of advantages to this method so yes i would totally if anybody has any questions about it or wants to know about it i will share you pictures and i will give you detailed information on how to do it nice nice appreciate that i'm sure everybody else it's an interesting process that's for sure uh, especially if numbers are concerned, just like you're saying. <clears throat> uh, you know, everybody's concerned about their numbers and the way you kind of step around that a little bit. And, uh, it seems like a pretty good method to help. Oh, oh, it's, it's, it's awesome, Eagle. It's awesome. And you can get a bigger clone. Um, I didn't go too big. I usually kept it between six and eight inches for my clones. But I have taken clones that were bigger than my arm. You know, when you start doing stuff like that, you just need a bigger root ball. You need to allow the roots to grow a little bit longer before you cut them off. That's all. Hmm. Nice, nice. I'll have to uh, give it a go one of these nights or one of these days and uh, give it a shot. Step. I'll have to. I'll send you some pictures. No, I think and, you could do it, bro. I'll send you some pictures. It's it's actually pretty easy. The delicate, the only delicate part is going around uh, the branch where that you're going to clone. Usually what I like to use is a potato peeler because that'll give you a little more control, but you can use a razor and you gently go around the stem 360 degrees, making a maybe about a half inch little wound, just scraping the surface. What happens when you do this is uh, if you're familiar with the inside of the stem, you have the xylem and the phloem cells transporting your sugars and your water up and down. Well, when you go around the plant stem and damage it with the razor or the potato peeler, uh, the, the xylem is interrupted and we create a traffic jam or a bottleneck where the sugars can no longer flow through the stem properly. So the plant will detect this and the area that you have damaged, the plant will tell or instruct uh, neighboring cells that were once used for branches or stem. Those will now be told to turn into root cells 
and the roots will start to shoot out where that wound was so the plant will try to get water once you see that happening um, it takes depending on your strain i've had it happen as little as nine days um, it can go as long as 21 days the average is anywhere between 12 to 14 days but once you see the roots popping out um, you can cut it off and seal the bottom and you got a clone <clears throat> you got a clone Uh, Ned Dever wants to know if uh, my herbs now makes an a layering contraption. The machine, you can you actually use the machine, uh, Ned? Do I use the machine? No, he wants to know if you made a, a contraption for air layering. I said, oh, uh, you know, that's a, I, No, I didn't. Um, actually, there are some contraptions out there on the internet. Um, they consist of like, uh, uh, it almost looks like maybe a plastic Easter egg where it would close around the stem and you'll have uh, some medium inside that plastic container and you water it. So there are things on the market right now for air layering, but I didn't make anything. I just use, what I use is a root riot cube I take the root riot cube, I cut it in down the middle like a hot dog bun, <clears throat> so it'll so it'll open up like a hot dog bun. I use some cloning gel. I use what's called a vine clamp. It's a clamp that'll just you can use with two fingers and it'll clamp around it. it has a little clip. And then I use a uh, a snack pack, a, a glad Ziploc bag that I cut in half and wrap around the root riot cube. Keep it moist and you're guaranteed a clone just about. You don't want to go too deep on the stem. If you go too deep, you'll you'll kill the you'll kill the you'll kill the branch. It'll die. Chat here a little bit. <clears throat> the, uh, I think that's uh, all the questions I've seen so far. Oh. Anything that uh, you want to say uh, about what's coming ahead? Uh, I know that. It, did you mention at one point there's a like a 2.0 version for uh, us as well? I know you mentioned like an updated UK version. Isn't there an updated version coming for us here in the States as well? Um, the UK version's coming. I'm calling it the European version. And it's going to be good for the UK. It'll be good for France. It'll be good for Germany. <clears throat> Some of the countries may need an adapter just to have a through adapter so it will fit to their plug, but it's going to fit 90% of the countries out there, okay? Uh, the Herbs Now 2.0, it's more of an upgraded Herbs Now, and that's coming. That's going to be happening real soon here to also this year. Eagle, you will be one of a – Eagle, you're going to be one of a handful – of special reviewers that will get the updated model. So you'll be able to show that off. Um, there's gonna be some really cool features with it. I can't 
discuss anything with it right now. It's not, it's, it's forbidden by the president. I can't tell. There's, uh, there's copycats out there, you know, shit like that. So I don't want to give anybody any ideas, but the changes are going to be subtle. So if you're having drying issues, here's the, here's the biggest thing. If you're having drying issues, don't wait. Um, it's more important that you harvest and have a good dry down rather than to wait for something else. Uh, the improvements that I made to the dryer were from the information gathered from the cannabis community and other growers. So what was put into the dryer um, was strictly out of love from the cannabis community. And uh, it's gonna be the same great dryer it, it always was. There's just gonna be a few tweaks to it, but nothing, nothing to wait for. I mean, you know, if, like I said, it's more important to get your harvest dried than to wait for, uh, for what I got coming out. But we, we are moving forward, Eagle, and you are going to be one of the first ones to uh, to receive that new edition. Oh, yeah. I'd appreciate it. I'd be honored to review that for you. You know, great minds don't leave any stones unturned. And uh, the burning question right now in chat is boxers and briefs, Scott. What was that, boxes and breaches? The burning question is, that is boxers or briefs, Scott? <laughs> uh, I'm boxers. There you go. Brutal wool and boxers, guys. <laughs> Jackie, buddy, buddy. Uh, that was actually a question in chat, buddy. That was a for real question. <laughs> the same question was posed to uh, Greedy or Steve, too. That was fucking... Talk about... Uh, oh, God, that was funny, too. Talk about a sway in um, serious conversation. He was, like, right up in there, and uh, I forget who threw it up at that point, but I seen it in chat, and I was, I was like, mm -hmm. <laughs> this is going down <laughs> and, it, and I threw it up to breeder Steve who's like you know he's very intellectual very super smart guy millions of dollars invested across the world and uh, I just threw that up there and he went neither I wear a kilt free ball in this shit <laughs> after that it changed the whole the whole tone of the, the interview after that. It was, <laughs> I bet. I'm sure it did. Oh, he got me back. He got me back. He's a, he's one of the funny uh, ones in the reel too. He got, he, you know, I don't know, but for some reason people, uh, they, people joke with me, but not too many people like take some good serious jabs here and there. And uh, I did not see it coming right before he gets off. Uh, I'm asking him, you know, hey, man, you've had a good time and shit. And I, you know, would you consider maybe coming back on the show and shit? And he just, he looks back in the camera right at me and he's like, yeah, I had a good time and I'd love to come back on if you quit sending me them fucking dick, dick pics. And I never seen that shit coming. I about fucking fell out of my fucking chair and shit, man. <laughs> I just, oh. Uh, 
way to fire back on the boxers and Reeves uh, question there. I just thought that was fucking too funny. Too funny. Uh, but Jack also did have a, a serious question as well. We got uh, scroll back here. And it was relating to uh, cooler drying temperatures. Uh, can you talk about if he's running uh, at cooler temperatures? He's referenced in the past cooler temperatures, but won't it it won't dry fast enough, or it won't dry fast enough? Yeah, it so, won't overdry. A lot of a lot of people are concerned about overdrying, and that's not going to happen with the dryer. It's not set up at a high heat. Again, too fast of a dry, we can all agree, is bad. But we have shown here at Herbs Now going too slow is just as bad. We want a consistent dry down where your water activity is slowly coming down at a nice consistent rate and then it levels off, okay? That's what we're looking for. When it levels off, your stem should be breaking. The chlorophyll has broken down to a level that it doesn't affect the taste. It's not harsh. And uh, that's what we're looking for, stems to break. So. Too fast is bad, too slow is bad. We want the nice, consistent dry right in the middle. Um, we did the herbs now versus hang dry. Slow and low, traditional low temperatures, they do not work. We have shown this with the laboratory results. You're gonna retain more terpenes, you're gonna retain more THC with the herbs now dryer. Um, you lose terpenes through that long process. You lose the THC through the long process. The oxidation is beating up your terpenes. It's beating up the THC. Um, you have a large window there for mold to take a, take a hold on your buds. So there's several things in play that are against you um, during those low temperatures and slow drying, okay? It just, it doesn't pan out. I've tried all the temperatures, guys, believe me. I got in this to win it. If the low temperature worked, if the low temperatures actually worked, that's what the dryer would be set at, but they don't work. The high temperatures are too high. The low temperatures are too low. We want to be right in that Goldilocks zone, okay? That's how we get across the finish line with every harvest, jars smelling like fire, and retaining maximum THC and uh, <clears throat> terpenes whatever was on that cannabis strain that you grew, whatever was on that strain will be left behind. The oils, the terpenes, you know, shout out to Grow Weed Easy. Grow Weed Easy is out in California. She wanted to show her followers what was going on uh, with the dryer. She paid for a dryer. She didn't, she didn't want a free one. She didn't want to, she wasn't in this to make friends with me. She wanted to show what the hell was happening because as she said in her opening statement in review, I don't know how, I don't know why, but everything that we've been told, this dryer works, okay? She said, it validated it, the dryer works. So guys, for those of you that are skeptics and the non-believers, if you're still hang drying, you can do it better. That's right, you're gonna get higher. You're going to get higher out of the dryer. That's right. Every time fire goes in, fire comes out. Garbage goes in, garbage comes out. The dryer doesn't make THC. 
The dryer doesn't make terpenes. It only leaves behind what was on that strain. All right, Scott, speaking of getting high and higher, you seem to be somewhat in tune with chat and chat is very clearly asking for the dab song. And I know you're very, very, very busy man, but that just means it's dab time. And some shows have dab bells that signal people to, uh, it's time to take that big bong rip or dab hit. But we've adapted a song, so I have to play along here. It's now dab time. So Tim, here you go. All right. That's all. Yeah. Intermission. Sorry about that, but uh, and we done. They're asking for it. Ooh. Man, that's some uh, melon cookies. Dab waxed by a gas house. Pretty good. Holy shit. I like them jars, by the way. You like it? I, I thought they worked out good, Eagle. I, I looked at quite a few jars and. Uh, these ones were nice. They have that, they're the only ones that I know that have a vacuum indicator on it. So you know if you're still pulling some, uh, if you got a vacuum seal. What was that music? Was that from like a quiz show or something? That was funny. That's uh, <laughs> intermission from the offspring. It's actually uh they play that in between uh, some of their songs on that uh, Ixnay on the Ambre album. Yeah, I liked it. I snagged that early on and uh, back in the Napster days uh, would you, you know, grab all your favorite tunes, but I would put it up I would do two things on the old mixed CDs there. I would put shit like that in between songs or uh, comedy, quick little comedy bits in between songs. They just kind of live and shit up. But uh, I always had fun with that kind of shit. <coughs> Damn. Oof. Gave me a little bit of dab squats right there, dude. Trying to roll one up here. 
Well, what strange you got in the garden right now? What? Uh, well, what are you growing out? This, this, well, this, I, this honestly was the first auto flower um, that I ever grew, and I just ran it through the dryer. This was the Bloody Skunk times Hindu Kush auto flower by Sofem. I have some. Uh, I, of course, I got Gorilla Glue. I got uh, Bruce Banner. Uh, and as far as for other autoflowers that are coming up here, I have a Toothless Tyrone by Chef Anna with the Pot. I have Thor's Hammer by uh, the Real Thor. He's on Instagram. He's a breeder. I have some UK cheese. And... I have another. I have several Thor's hammer going right now. Another one is uh, Thor's berries. So I got about eight auto flowers going right now. I tried to space them about two weeks, two weeks apart. So every two weeks I was popping some beans, and they're just now starting to come in. I harvested this plant on Tuesday. And I am smoking on Fourth of July. Nice. Uh, I'm curious. Uh, what's your thoughts on quality and yield and the auto? What you've grown out? What was my thoughts on what quality? Yeah, quality and yield on the models. Uh, well, my first auto. The yield was two ounces, 25 grams, so almost three ounces. Now, how is that for an autoflower? You know, I was told the autoflowers landed anywhere between two and four ounces, so average. It was an average plant. And uh, I think the blood skunk, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pretty good high on, so it takes, uh, if the weed ain't strong, it don't get me high. So it got me high and uh, the taste was good. You know, I have no issue with the, the it smells good. It smells, has a fruity smell to it. Um, I think it came out real nice. So if, if this was my first plant, let me, let me, let me roll back. If this was my first plant I ever grew and I could grow this, this is what happened. I would be super happy. The buds look great. They were frosty as hell. The plant looked good. If I was a first-time grower and that was the first plant I ever grew, I would be ecstatic because the first plants I ever grew were photos, and I yielded anywhere between one and a quarter and one and a half ounces per plant. Yeah, and I thought I was, I thought I was doing something back then, but uh, this was this was pretty good. Almost three ounces approximately 80, 83 days it went. I let it go before I chopped it. And uh, I'm real happy with it. That's good to hear. I'm not a converter over myself, but uh, you know, to each their own, they're, they're coming a long ways. Yeah, enjoy mine too. I've got mine right here. Ah, I burned on it for a few days yeah. there when I got it. Oh yeah. Well, I had I had to make you one, buddy. 
had to make you one. You're special, Eagle. Appreciate it. I dig it. I, I like them things. I like toke stones and shit like that. Uh, you know, it, there, there's something to be said. It's better than like a glass tip. You know what I mean? And it serves the same purpose. You I like how it holds it so you don't have to be holding it all the time. Well, yeah, you're not pinching up the end. You're not lifting it up or, you know, moistening it as you hit it. They always work out nice. I've always enjoyed a good tote stone. Uh, I don't think, you know, they realize a good tote stone anymore. These younger gents, uh, tips tips and filters is all they know. They don't know the old school uh, tote stone. Right, right. That's like a stone. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, they don't know. But, you know, hey. It all comes around again, you know? Remember the old, uh, do you remember the old footballs? You know, uh, shotgun footballs, put the joint inside there. You could actually put the joint in, in the football and you could squeeze it and take the hit. You could actually like fucking fling that thing over to your fucking buddy and shit. No, I never used the football. I, I never experienced oh, it. So there was a football, you could take a hit out of it and pass it to the next guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, like, like you know them little like, kitty-sized footballs you can buy? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. it was plastic like that, so you could, like, almost like the old water bottle, so you could squeeze, right. basically. Right, right. So it was like that, fo- football-shaped, you know, like a hard plastic you squeezed, and it had a metal tip that uh, came through the one end of it when you put the joint in the metal tip and the joint itself actually sat inside the football. So All you right. lit the joint up and you put it in the tip and then you put the joint inside the football, screw the tip and you'd squeeze it to take your head and it would suck air out the other end and you'd just fucking throw it just like a football over to your buddy and he'd, he'd catch it and fucking... Fucking throw it over to the next guy. Back is back in the days when you hang out, hung out at the park and fucking played catch and fucking frisbee. Fuck, and I fucking like missed that one, man. Shit, that sounds cool. Why don't we have the football now? Where's the fucking football now, man? What happened to that shit? I'd love to throw People the don't football hang out like that, man. Yeah, yeah. you're right. We're all social media. Perfect. It was perfect, man. They were uh, they were badass, man. For perfect for smoking in public discreetly, you know, just hanging out with buddies. Do you, I don't even do you even remember that time where you'd just go to the fucking park? Everybody would fucking just park and uh, you know play frisbee in the road and shit. You'd just stop. Heinz Park. Car. We used to go to Heinz Drive and hang out at the Heinz Drive by Rouge River. Oh yeah, okay. throw the frisbee. Yeah, play the music, hang out. That's before, you know, social media and, you know, cell phones. That was social media. <laughs> that was social media, that right. Was social media. <laughs> Hell yeah. The good old days. Uh, happy 4th of July to you, Sergeant Pepper 420. Checking out early. So, Eagle, will you be at a a show? And is there any up and coming shows you're going to be at? 
Yeah, I'm uh, planning to be, well, the only show that I know of right away is uh, uh, Clio Cultivation is having an event on 710 up there in Flint, that uh, Flint Clio area, uh, a vendor event. And uh, it's it's usually been like a event, not an event. They, they may call it a vendor event, but he's got usually have bands going and shit like that. It's usually a pretty good time. Uh, it's been like four or five years now, but uh, yeah, I plan on hitting that on 710. I just need to get out and fucking hang and smoke with some people, that's for sure. That's really, cool. yeah, it's. Is as many as soon as I can hear of them, and as soon as I can find them, yeah, you bet your ass, uh, I will be there. Yeah, I want to meet up with you one of these days, bro. We're gonna meet up. I just, uh, I'm the only guy running the show here. Me and me and my wife. She's the president. We're the only two. We handle all the social media, all the emails, all the shipping, and it's just it's turned into a lot. It's, it's turned into bigger than I've ever thought it would be, Eagle, quite frankly. Um, and I'm totally focused on it. Uh, the biggest thing is checking the dryers, QCing, quality control on the product before it goes out to the grower. I want to make sure everything is perfect. When the dryer arrives, they can immediately start drying. That's the biggest uh, <laughs> And you guys, everyone listening out there, Check your addresses. Check, make sure your PayPal account has your updated address. Make sure the address that you fill in on the forms is your correct address because a very common mistake is people don't check or update their PayPal account information and a dryer could get sent to the wrong address and we don't want that to happen. And if it already goes out, and you don't catch it, it sometimes can be hard to get back. Okay, so be aware of that. Yeah. Oh, I always check, double check mine for sure. Yeah, the address. It's very common. A lot of people, uh, it happens more often than you think. They, they uh, for multiple reasons, they move or they don't use the account for a while, uh, but for whatever reason, that address sometimes doesn't get updated. And that's the only information when you place your PayPal order, that's the only information that I have access to. I can't go check and see if you're living at a new house or anything. So whatever information's on that PayPal information, that's what I'm gonna use to ship your dryer to. So make sure it's right. Major General's asking about uh, if you get a flat side or it's rotation really needed. I've never really noticed a flat side unless I've really tried to pack and, um, you know, really pack, you know, overuse, you know what I mean, without popping that next tray out. You know, if the bud's super fat, I've noticed it. just a slight, slight press, but not much. Obviously, there you go. So, so some people, they don't like the flat spot. I've heard about that before, Eagle. And uh, what, you, what you can do to alleviate that is we call it the Christmas tree method. You take your bud, 
And this bud right here was, was standing up like a Christmas tree. You stand up the bud inside the dryer like a Christmas tree, you will not get any flat spots. This will also maximize the capacity of your dryer by taking advantage of the headspace to the bottom of the next tray. So you can specifically cut all your buds um, to the same length and they will fit to the bottom of the neck. The, the top of the bud can go to the bottom of the next tray. So you take advantage of all that head space in there. This is what will give you also maximum capacity of your dryer. Okay, so if you don't like a flat spot, all you got to do is stand the butt up and you won't get a flat spot. Just stand them up, the flat spot ain't going to happen. I, uh, you know, that's all a matter of preference. The flat spot, you know, it don't bother me. It all, it all ends up in the jar. It all ends up in the bag. It all ends up, you know, rolled up. I can, can you see any flat spots on here, Eagle? Can you see any flat spots on this joint? So it's just a matter of preference. If you if you don't like that, just stand the butt up, and you won't have any other issues. You won't have any issues with flat spots. <laughs> Thanks. He says it sounds like consuming time. Back's a little stiff today for some fucking reason. Just a little stuff off. A good idea for some medication right there, too. What was that, Eagle? I said, uh, my back's a little sore. I said, probably a good time for some medication there. Two autos still have more leave. I guess that's a question maybe you could answer. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, more leave here. I thought the auto. Uh, I thought the auto was fun to grow. Why ain't this pulling? It's something that I'd like to do. It's uh, make me some uh, FSO. Well, <clears throat> been a while. I need some to lay around for sure. So, what do you guys have in store for the rest of your weekend there? You ain't just hanging out in uh, northern Michigan there? Are you in um, northern Michigan? Right now I'm in Jackson. Uh, but I just came back from, are you familiar with Standish? The Standish area? Yeah, of course, of course. So About, that's uh, like... What, 40 minutes south, something like that, 45 on the highway. Okay. So that's the area that uh, I got my in-laws. They have some property around the Standish area. And we got, we're hanging out up there. And uh, but tomorrow, 
Eagle, I'm working. There is dryers on deck. There are growers that want their herbs now. And I have about, I have dozens of shipping information labels to print out. We'll be printing out for hours. I'll be answering questions on my Instagram. I have not answered uh, or replied to my DMs today because it was the holiday and I was trying to give a break. Uh, but I will be answering all my DMs tomorrow and questions. So it'll be a busy day. It's a busy day every day at Herbs now here. I got growers jumping up and down. They call me. What's the fastest shipping? How fast can you ship it? I want it now. I'm going to be harvesting. I'm going to harvesting in two weeks. I want to dry the way. Oh, it's, 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 it's a beautiful thing, Eagle. It's a beautiful thing. So I am trying my absolute best. I, let Have no fear. If you order a dryer, I'm going to do my best to get it out to you. It's going to be checked. And I am doing everything I can on my end to keep things running smoothly over here. Um, that's the type of person I am. I like things clean. I like things neat. I like organized. And uh, I give it my 110% whatever I do. So uh, rest assured, guys, you are buying more than just a machine. You are buying... The knowledge that I put into it, you were buying the testing, and you were going to get my customer support if you have any issues with your herbs now. Oh, man. No funds, man. brother, but it's time to put the business to bed. <laughs> yeah. It's 4th July, man. We got to get high. We gotta get high around here, damn it. It's time to have some fun. It's getting late. It is, brother. We're, we're, we're at it here for we're at it here yeah. for a little bit now. Eleven thirty. Oh yeah. We got almost yeah, two, two hours, hours under the belt. <laughs> that went by quick. Yeah. At one point, uh God love him, uh, Devin. I want to say it was Devin shipwrecked. He said, uh, "This is this is an infomercial." Like, ah, come on, you fucker! But much love to him. Uh, it is not. It's a great product, and you guys know we should be supporting one another, especially a home-based product. And uh, why not? Fourth of July, like I said, uh, the American dream: starting your own business, working for yourself. And totally eagle no totally hey i got into this let me tell you i custom made the first herbs now ever okay i made it in my basement i tore it apart my electronics background i have a laboratory and an electronics background and that allowed me to dissect the dryer to see what was happening to make tests i dialed it in eagle I started getting good results. I started showing my friends. They were coming around. Why does your weed smell so good? <clears throat> why Why do your, your weed smells good every time I come here? Um, how come I get so high? When, when I smoke your buds, are you, putting, are you putting drugs in your weed? No, I'm not putting drugs in the weed. Like what, like sprinkling cocaine on it or something? No, I don't do that. The, the dryer works, guys. And then... One day, I'm going to tell you right now, one day after one of my buddies was over and said, oh, your, your weed is always so good. It smells so good. I went in the basement and I'm thinking, if I could just make a dryer, 
everybody's fucking issues would be solved. We would help so many growers. So what I did, I, you know what Bitcoin is? Did you ever hear of Bitcoin? You know what a Bitcoin yeah. is? So I had some Bitcoins. I made some money in the Bitcoin. I sold the Bitcoin and I went at it. I made had the first Herbs Now dryers manufactured and engineered. I had them brought over to the country and we hit it. We took a big gamble. And just like you said, Eagle, it was an American dream. So anybody out there, if you have an idea, you can do it. You don't need, you don't need a fucking shark tank. You don't see that show, the shark tanks. You don't need that. You can do it all on your own, just like I did. I'm an American. I had a little bit of you know, incentive in me. I took some gambling with the with the Bitcoin. I made a little money. I turned around and I, I started a drying empire here uh, with the Herbs Now Dryer. So you can do it too, guys. You, if you have an idea, you, there's opportunity. There's lots of opportunity out there. <clears throat> Steven Everett in chat said he bought a, two of them a few months back and uh, he loves his machine. She holds some big chunkers. He said. As we're changing the game, we're changing the dynamics of the grow. Major generals want to ask about my strains. I gotta play with the major general. I got much respect for him. He's a he's a daytime viewer, and he doesn't uh, he didn't get to hang out much at night. You know, he gets he's hanging out tonight. So I appreciate that. I like to, the major uh, general. All right, major general 420 arm. He's a Canadian viewer. This is uh, the J1, by the way. He wants to see a couple of these trains. This is Jack's J1 right here that uh, was gifted to me. This uh, made a nice little trip from uh, California. That's awesome. All came all the way from Cali? Came all the way from Cali. All the way from Cali to Michigan. All right. Yeah. I like that. See, yeah. friends across, friends across the states. Beautiful in structure, too. I mean, if you look at her, she looks so like, to me, she looks so bonsai. You know what I mean? She's got very nice, you know, structure all along the way. Right. You could, see, you could tell it's. She's going to fucking bush right out when time comes. I'm just waiting for a, just a couple of these to grow up. I want to take at least, you know, four cuts off this gal before I flip her. And, uh, yeah. And he wanted to see a couple of uh, the next strain. Ah, the next strain major we're not looking at. Wink, wink. Fucker. <laughs> This next train I'm not supposed to be running yet. I'm a tester. I'm testing and uh he sent three off. He sent three off and uh with the instructions please run A first. But he never <laughs> said Which one was A? He never said Yeah, 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 yeah. He said what A was, but he didn't say that uh, you couldn't drop, you know, B and C. <laughs> alongside it and i did and he was like oh great now me and you are the only ones actually running that at the at the same pace you know so me and him are kind of like neck and neck on this so he asked me not to show it 
Yeah, dig her out of there. Let's see her. You got a hell of a grow this room in there. Right here. This is one of them right here. And I de-leafed her a little bit the other day. I took some of She had just fat, fat indica leaves on her. Right, right, right. But I like to, since I'm using LEDs, you can see this plant has never been topped or anything. So by what I do is uh, I like to keep the LEDs uh, close and then go through and just de-leaf like crazy and uh, let all this under. Right. I de-leaf also. Yeah, De-leafing, I think, is very important. You see some of them fatter leaves like right here, though. She was covered with these, and they just had to go to let that uh, that light just scream down in there. Oh, gotta stretch out. Right on. But they're all like that thick, thick stems. The GMO version that uh, we're not showing was uh, man, super garlicky. But that was the one he asked for. Switch locations, Eagle. All right. Smells like a uh like a floral primal punch is what it, more floral, floral version of the primal punch. Well, it's pretty good. At least that one. You got a primal yeah. punch? Shit, I've got all the primal. I've tested really? all med growers gear. Yeah, I'm actually, I got the primal one, primal two, skunk punch, beard on fire. Hell, I named skunk punch. I actually... That's it was supposed to be white knuckled skunk punch, but they uh they slimmed it down a little bit to just skunk punch. But uh yeah, I've got uh primal one and primal two for sure. And all of his latest that's his latest for testers right there are the uh, that's the garlic punch behind me, which it was just released. And then uh that's a wedding punch or wedding cake times primal. That one's GMO times primal. And then I have uh, Biscotti times primal. Right off the top of my head, but I think that's it. Eagle, have you got into, have you ever breeded anything? Like, have you got a male and played around with it and took the pollen and tried to, you know, make seeds? Yeah, this is one of my streets. Uh, I don't do streets. Uh, seeds, but uh, I've, this is one of my crosses back behind me. I just fucking uh, uh, I just took one some of her down there. She's at the uh, one in the corner there. Oh, look at that! And, so uh, yeah, then yeah. answer this question then. So if you take pollen and pollinate a flower, and you get the seeds. Now the seeds off that first pollination is that called is that the f1 is that what the in terms yeah. of f1 yes yeah okay. the first round's an f1 first round is f1 all right 
That'd be the first generation. And then so on. Next generation, F2, F3, and so on. Yep. How Next high does it go up? Take, take, uh, four, F4 is usually the, your most stable. And then they can get out of, a little bit out of control after that. And they come back again around... Once they okay. is the next table. But uh, you can go in and out. But uh, usually most breeders will stop at four. You know, that's the most stable. That's when you get more uh, uh, steady strains. Everything's okay. more uniform. You can actually put it out, put it on the label that, uh, you know, these are the the crosses that you're going to find or these are the traits you're going to find you know for sure it's not going to be that you're going to find 10 different phenotypes you're going to find one to two and they should pop up like clones almost on the fours eagle are there rules on the naming like say if you got a male you know strawberry kush plant and then you had a female you know uh whatever are a, and you breed those two plants. Do you, how do, what's the rules of naming that? Do you get to name it yourself now because you, you mix the two or how does that go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be able to theoretically name it unless uh, somebody before you has already put them together, I guess. And uh, then again, it's, you know, uh, I think there's room to for variation there because it comes down to pheno selection. And that's uh, always been a bitch of mine too, is people is not labeling recreations correctly, you know, because <clears throat> they, they, you can never accurately recreate a strain right. like the, the initial round unless you actually had mom and pop that produce the seeds and if you didn't have mom and pop you better have the packs or the seeds that mom and pop came from right and right and you'd have to accurately find the females that closely a sister and brother that closely resembled uh your phenol selection of the original two and then you could probably breed those together and find something close but uh seeds there after you know back crossing to kind of find uh what he found i don't think it's because you're not the breeder you know what i mean you can't uh correctly call out what he's seen in his pheno selection on both sides you know what i mean right it's right exactly like, you know it, it, from then from then on out it's uh open to interpretation you know on what that uh breeder is picking out pheno selection. So there, in that aspect, uh, you know, technically it could, you know, the name could be the same because it's got the same genes in it, but because it's been bred by a different breeder and phenotype selection has been swayed. Uh, and I, at that point, I think it needs to be labeled, you know, <laughs> might be i always use sour diesel might be sour diesel but it should be you know uh such and such genetics 
uh, version of sour diesel or rendition of sour diesel. It should be labeled like that. You know, I got you. Um, that's in my opinion. And, and I think that's where it sways so much. And people wonder, well, I don't know if I've got the the real deal. And I agree. You might not have the fucking real deal. You know what I mean? Did you get it from that breeder, Incredible Seed Bank and shit like that, which is somebody's recreation? Technically, you can, if you back cross it, you can still call it the same, but eh, I don't know. It's, it's going to be a little bit different. Every time you roll the dice, every time you roll them dice is cross, you know, mom and dad together, you know, you're bringing out uh, a little bit of different something in the seeds. You know what I'm saying? Every time. Right. It's like mom and pop trying to have the same kid over and over and over again. <laughs> and even worse, you know, down the fucking, you know, they're not going to be the same. You know, they're all going to be a little bit different every fucking time. Oh, man. Same thing with seeds. So, Eagle, if I come out with my, when I get my four pound dryer, I don't think I asked you this, but you think you'd be able to test something like that and fill it up? If you got, is your grow big enough to fill up a dryer that big and, and check it out for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could uh, definitely. I'd do some monocropping for you for sure. You could and do me, something. Well, I wouldn't even have to do that. You know what I mean? Because we've always. Is it going to be like a tray unit like uh, this one? Yep. Where you could. It's going to be just like yeah. that one, but bigger, like a like a 55 gallon drum type of shit. That's another question right there. Uh, do you get a lot of, uh, cause I have big strains, you know, in my, in my dryer before. And, uh, I've never had a problem with, uh, it's misidentifying strains. You know what I mean? Blending right. it during the drying process. No, I've never had a question. No, you ever heard that thought yet? Yeah, I've done that lots of times, Eagle. Um, you, I've done up to two strains inside the dryer, but I've seen pictures from fellow growers um, using their dryer. They've had three, four different strains in it. The thing is, if you start doing that, make sure you take some labels and label your trays, okay? That way, nothing is going to get mixed up. And once everything is in the jar, everything will smell accordingly. The only way it doesn't smell like it should is if buds get mixed up with other buds. Then the jars will start smelling like they were mixed. But if you can keep everything separate on the trays and don't mix nothing up, once you get it all in the jar, it'll all smell correctly. I agree. I've never had any problems with uh, <clears throat> shit trying to smell similar in the dry. Just saying. Just saying. Oh, man. This new chair sucks. <laughs> I did. I bought this chair like two days ago. It's not back friendly. Eagle. And send me a 20-pound unit. What? What's that good, sir? Eagle, my phone's going to be dead pretty soon. I don't want it to go dead. We're talking. Oh, oh, you're you're good. Uh, well, what I wanted to grab from you real quick is uh, 
before you go is, of course, the sound bite. Just because that reel is over doesn't mean the sound bite thing is over. And unfortunately, you were uh, one of the great folks. I'm sure people that have watched tonight probably haven't went back and, you know, watched some of the original episodes. And I guess when I spoke of that, Scott, I never even realized that uh, you were one in, I obviously because I'm asking for the sound bite now, but I didn't realize that when uh, I was given the apologies earlier. But uh, you, in fact, were one of the pioneers that uh, came on the show that returned the favor. I might have been one of your first testers, but uh, you returned the favor by uh, being one of my first guests on the show, help uh, buying me some content. And uh, you weren't, uh, I, you were one of the people that uh, it was pre. It was either pre-soundbite or something happened there, so I never got your soundbite. Okay, so, so what 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 does the soundbite? What I, I would you to say? I can't. I can't. I, yep, you have to say something. I can't let you go without uh, second time without uh, getting the soundbite. And the soundbite <laughs> is the old. It's the old school radio thing. You you know, the station identification. Uh, you know. Where the artist you tells them where I you're see. at. You know, I see. I see. Hey, I'm Eagle Gardens, and I'm fucking talking shit up with Eagle Gardens. You know what I mean? <laughs> Basically, that sound bite. I just okay. released okay. Uh, every every uh, every except a few guests before you up today. I leave released. It was like ninety of them in a row. Every guest. Hey, this is blah blah blah. I'm fucking talking shit with Eagle. Uh, so yeah, maybe it's like 23 minutes long to be honest with you. But if you're bored and want to get a couple laughs and shit, uh, it's up on my YouTube channel today of okay. all the past guests and with the soundbite. But uh, you're you will be in 2.0 if I can please have the soundbite. Uh, you can embellish, you can stack on it, whatever. But basically, I, I at least want you know this is Scott from My Arms Now, and I'm on okay. talking shit with Eagle. You can add, okay. subtract, you know, whatever. But uh, that's a, that's the minimal, please. Very minimal. All right. So here we, here we go. I'm ready. I'm ready. Hey, this is Scott from Merbs Now. I'm talking shit with Eagle Gardens here. And we're uh, we're going over the drying process here of the Herbs Now dryer. And we're talking dry until your stems break. Don't be scared. Dry until the stems break. Touch the Trust the process. Man, it was should I do it again? Good, but you left out, you left out the key word. I mean, I know it's a business, and you're you're a businessman, but uh, what was the key man, word? What did I miss? I'll do it again. This is fucking, fucking. fucking. We ah. emphasize the fucking around here. God damn it! This is. I thought I said fucking. Shit. I didn't get fucking. Did I? I did fucking no, talking shit. No, no, you said just shit. This is talking shit with Eagle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My it's, mistake. All right. No worries, brother. No worries. Please. Right. Fucking talking shit. The Eagle Gardens. Right? That's it. Yep. That's it. All right. Hey, this is Scott from Herbs Now. I'm with fucking talking shit with Eagle Gardens. 
We're talking about the dryer. We're talking about the process. We're telling the growers, dry until your stems break, because this is not fucking hang drying. You hear me? This ain't fucking hang drying. <laughs> there you go. This ain't fucking hang drying. <laughs> We're not fucking talking hang drying tonight. That's right. Hell yeah. Thank you for being so kind to uh, give. Me oh, you're welcome, out. bro. You're welcome. Anytime. Hey, I can't wait. The new dryer is going to be coming out. The updated. We can we let, we can have another show. We, let's do another show. We'll talk about the dryer and all the shit about it. And I'm, we're going to send you one. And it's going to be fucking cool as hell. I'm telling you, it's really going to be cool. Right on. It'd be cool as hell. That'd be cool as hell. I enjoyed you coming on and updating us and uh, letting us know that you had for sure. And the, the science is there, you know. Uh, Absolutely. And I do. I, I support you. I support the product. You know, uh, I don't do these like, uh, you know, that, and that's that's another thing too. You you are uh, you're a friend. Uh, I'd say you're a friend, and I admire you. Your uh, the fact that you're a businessman and a Michigan business as well. And I don't have a lot of people on and do this kind of like uh, push a product thing. You know what I mean? But uh, I, hear you. I actually do believe I do believe in this product and uh, I do even more believe in helping out good people with uh, products. So, you know, if any of those tonight that kind of felt this may, you know, took a little uh, info more Urschel ish. Sorry, but uh, that's always been the spirit of the show is to spotlight, you know, good people, good growers and uh Scott's no different. He's a good grower and a good person. And uh, he's bringing our community uh, a good product that help, will help us in the end. So ultimately, it just made perfect sense to have him in on, like I said, a day where we're celebrating our independence and freedom. Yeah, that of, worked out uh, being awesome. Being able to run out and do our own things, live our dreams. So thank you for coming on, brother. And again, Letting us know that you, you're living your own dream, starting your own uh, process. You weren't scared to go out there and shove a new idea in front of everybody's face, and uh, you know that's awesome. And uh, it's a great product, and I'm happy to have you on on this Fourth uh, of July. I'll do your rest of your weekend. I know you said you said that uh, you were working the rest of the weekend, but hopefully you find uh, some time to at least get some good barbecue in. Spend a little time with your family. And, uh, I am. Relax I, we, a little we do bit. something. We take a break, but you know, Eagle. All kidding aside, I appreciate you so much letting me on the show. But the bigger thing, even bigger than that, is all the growers that are out there that are listening to you and listening to me and seeing this for the first time and and, and hearing herbs now. Um, this is going to help them. We are going to. We are helping thousands and thousands of growers now across from coast to coast there's thousands and thousands of growers having excellent results having a consistent safer dry and that is the goal we are we're getting the word out there and we're saving that's right we're saving buds that's right the horror stores are out there we heard them you know oh i hang dried oh it smells like hay it does this it does that i got mold they're out there uh the track record is out there we 
are helping growers, Eagle, and you are, by letting me on here and us talking about it, um, we're helping more growers. And that, I think, <clears throat> that is totally the bigger picture, you know, to get as many growers safely dry in their buds. You're well on that path. You're well on that path. You know, like you said, you're almost too far on that path. You didn't think you would be this far this quickly, so careful what you wish for my friend careful we, we went into back order for. twice we went into back order i just came out of back order again um and yeah i'm not gonna say i hope you know it doesn't happen again because if the sales uh keep doing what they're doing i i will be in back order again i'll sell out i mean that's just how it is i i'm trying to keep up with the stock and uh you know they're going they want <laughs> they want their herbs now they want their herbs now that's what they want eagle they don't want to wait no more that you know how many times i hear fuck hang drying fuck hang drying I, i'm done with hang drying fuck it I, that's what was fucking up my shit i was hang drying and it wasn't working it never worked fuck hang drying you know how many times i've heard that i've heard it thousands of times now and uh if it worked, great. We'd all be hang dry, and I would hang dry. You know, we would we wouldn't be having our show right now. But unfortunately, uh, the method is very risky and inconsistent, and uh, we got other options now. We're we're raising the bar, Eagle, and thanks to you and all the other early adopters and people wanting to look for better ways, we're doing it. We're doing it. So it's going to be a wonderful weekend. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Well, we look to hear from you again soon, real soon. And uh, good luck, brother. Try to get some help. I know uh, expansion scary, you know, uh, trusting in others with your trusting. That stuff, is it. But, uh, that you said it. You said it. I don't trust anybody right now touching the dryer that's going to go to the grower. I don't trust nobody other than myself and my wife involved. Uh, but Again, she doesn't do nothing with the dryers. I'm the only man on deck with the dryer. I would have to train somebody. I would have to, you know, be physically involved with training them. And I haven't got to that point yet. But, yeah, you, you hit the nail at trust. I don't trust nobody right now because, you know, the dryers, if I started paying somebody $10 an hour to pack up dryers and the dryers weren't getting checked or checked right and growers started getting stuff that, you know, was broke or whatever that makes the company look bad you know and i don't i want every dryer to go out great that's my thing that's what i do now eagle i make sure everyone gets a good dryer you know take it seriously i agree i agree you know quality <clears throat> quality is uh, your reputation for sure and uh you know that's what you know if they can get out of control, then uh, that sucks. And I appreciate the fact that uh, quality is such a high uh, concern on your end that uh, you're not ready to let it go. You know what I mean? It's uh, quality so important. You're risking uh, your own time and, you know, health, putting in all them orders, you know, yourself versus uh, trusting, uh, testing it to somebody else. Right. It says a lot. You right. can't sustain you. it, though. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. I, I love your effort, but uh, it's not a sustainable model. No, <laughs> I've, uh, I know what my max is. 
you know, I know how I can do maybe a hundred a day, but after that, forget it. I can't, if they start, if the order started coming in more than that, I wouldn't be able to keep up. I'd go into, you know, I'd have to start shipping. My shipping would fall behind, but I've been pretty on it. I've been pretty good. Uh, and things are, I, my manufacturer, I work very closely with my manufacturer. Um, I send them QC reports so they know what to look for. They fine tune the product even more. You know, Eagle, I can't stress enough that I'm always trying to make the product better and reinvesting into it. I'm not trying to just put some bullshit out there and, uh, you know, that's that, you know, nobody return, nobody's phone calls. Don't answer any messages. Don't answer any questions. Um, I don't want to do that. I am a fellow grower and that's what I want other growers to know. I grow and I know the labor that goes into it. And I have respect for that and for all of you. So uh, number one thing first, this is a grower to grower. So I just want to give you the best information and answer the questions to the best of my ability, every, everything that comes up. So that's, that's my goal. I was just fucking realizing how fucking Nick Nixon ish. I was looking in this outfit talking about that. I'm not going to fucking keep doing like, you know, commercial shows and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> here I, here I'm in this American flag shirt and fucking cowboy hat, the sunglasses going, I'm not selling out guys. Murga. <laughs> <laughs> to totally the wrong outfit for that speech. <laughs> I put my other sunglasses oh, on. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> America. I'm just murder. I just fucking with it. Oh, All right, shit. Eagle. I got. I better go because I mean it's at one percent now. The thing's gonna kick out at any minute, and that's gonna be like right. that's gonna be no good. So I want to say a good. Happy goodbye, and thank you for letting me on the show. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, and you're welcome back anytime. For sure. All right. For sure. I'll be sending you a message, and you have a good night. You too. Thank you, my friend. Thanks. Peace Scott out. from Herbs Now. Hope you enjoyed the show. I know I did. You guys, uh, please make sure and check him out and uh, check out the website. You guys will not be disappointed. He has several size machines to offer and uh, great things to come. So check him out, my herbs now. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, Eagle. Talk to you later, buddy. Talk to you later. Uh, how you guys enjoy the show? I'm actually on live chat for a change. <clears throat> live chat for a change. How is that? I did get the sound bite, Lexi. Lexi, that reminds me. I've got to still recording. There we go. No longer recording. I did get the sound bite. They're not going to stop now. They're not going to stop now. What is the time step, Rosie's? That's getting awesome. More like Hunter S. Thompson. There you go. That's fuck. I love Hunter S. Thompson. By the way, I am a fucking huge fan. There's multiple things. I and you know, I like that because 
I like, you know what I like about that comparison? Uh, Buddha Boy is uh, Hunter S. Thompson was, uh, he made it, he was the late nighter. He was a fucking late nighter. And uh, he made everybody kind of come to his, his time. You know what I mean? They knew if they wanted to talk to Hunter, it was going to be in the middle of the night. He did all this, his speaking to friends, you know, in the middle night hours. And he kind of like trained his friends to, to hang out. Much in the hours that we hang out. So the Hunter S. Thompson thing is uh, a pretty cool comparison. I will take that for sure. Kind of catch up and check up a little bit on chat here. <laughs> I got her ass when he shaved his head and ran for sure. That's funny. Uh, I have nothing to say about that. I have nothing to say about that. It's funny, uh, Mr. Bosch flip-flopped on his opinion on the Myers. No. Probably got a rep code. Just saying. Uh, Devin shipwrecked. Perfect timing. You are back. What's up? What is up? I should have split to. I couldn't help but being a punk. Oh, uh, that's funny. It is what it is, guys. You know, it's hard to ask somebody to come on on a 4th of July. You know, most people are out and about partying, having a good time. And to ask somebody, a guest, to come on and donate their time on a 4th of July was a, a tough reach. You know, except for somebody like Scott himself that had a product that he believed in so strongly that he was willing to come on and talk some shit on the 4th of July. So take it for what it's worth, guys. They provided the show. I could have took the night off. <clears throat> but I didn't. How many watts of LED over your seats? Let's see here. Each one of them bars are running, I think, 25 watts. So 150 watts of LED on uh, those seedlings, the Major General. I did mail out your slaps and your seeds. Uh, light it up again, Tim. Already out already out thank you guys for tuning in 45 watching oh let's put out this joint and uh i do have a little bit of gear i can give away
pizza music or some shit. That is for sure. Then you guys watch and want to jump in, feel free. Feel free. It's always open like that. Find something to listen to while I babble. Babble, talk, and smoke with you guys. So I figure out what the hell I'm doing next. This is, uh, I, like, I heard this song today for the first time. I thought it was pretty cool. This is, uh, Crystal Annie's Best Years of My Life. I've picked a good day for recreational purposes. I thought it would be uh, God needs to just get very fitting. Because uh, most people, to they, uh, are worried about uh, getting old, older. But, uh, man, as of putting them videos up last night, going through the sound bites, Thinking about what's ahead of me on the show. I'm quickly realizing that uh, the song's very true. These are the best years of my life. These are uh, some of the best days of my life. And I'm here to tell you, I know today got a little, kind of seemed a little sellout-ish. But uh, trust me, folks. That shit ain't gonna happen. But uh, one thing's for sure, I've, I've come to a point in this adventure to where when it started, I was chasing it, to be honest with you. Uh, the whole idea, I uh, kind of chased and pushed a little bit. But as I wake up here, an episode, you know, I didn't even think of that. 104 on the fourth of July. What a fuck, what are fucking those odds that today's the fourth episode? And uh, I didn't think what grower <coughs> he pushed me out before we could finish the tattoo 100% to get that 100. But what I'm getting to there is um, happy independence day to all you guys, too. But no longer am I chasing this thing or uh, pushing it. I'm chasing it now. It's one of them things now that uh, I'm waking up every day very excited about uh, the things I'm doing here and uh, the people that I get to hang out with. Uh, I'm very excited, very excited. At some point that uh, you wonder what the fuck you're going to do with your life, if people will fucking remember some of the shit you're doing. And uh, I hope this is uh, something that does last. A little little legacy in the cannabis community. Our little mark. And uh, I hope we get some years on this. Because... Uh, these aren't necessarily years, but uh, definitely some of the best nights of my life. And uh, I fucking love hanging out with you guys. I love hanging out with you guys. Night after night, I don't, I can't even tell you how excited I am to uh, see the names come across the screen. The goodwill messages you guys give me in chats. 
needs so much. This here is a uh, grass against it's a tool cover. Pretty good team. Pretty good jam. <coughs> so with that being uh <laughs> being uh, said, let's fucking get high. You wanna get high? I wanna get high. Oh sure. <coughs> Well, worst comes to worst, nobody jumps in, I guess we'll fucking hang out. God knows I got some trimming to do behind me. Pack it up in that fucking herbs dryer that we just, herbs now machine we just spent hours talking about. <coughs> Hope you guys had an amazing 4th of July. Hope you guys blew up some shit. I hope you guys fucking... And had some friends over, some family. Was lucky enough to hang out with some great people like you guys. Red Setter Farms. Brother, I said this earlier in the episode, but uh, I want you guys to know that everybody at the Michigan Bros Growth Show, with the 100th episode of Sound Bites going out, fuck, man, you guys got fucked. You guys got fucked. I'll be the first to say that. You were uh, some of the first people to jump on this motherfucker and help uh, support me and get this thing started off. And when they came to the soundbite thing, you guys got kind of screwed over because uh kind of stopped hanging out before the fucking soundbite, before I got your soundbites. I look for you guys to soundbite because you guys most certainly needed to be in the soundbite clip and I couldn't find none for you guys and I was very, very sad that uh, you guys weren't in that episode today. So, much respect to you guys and thank you for joining us tonight. Very much respect for you brother. Very much respect. Well, who was it? Smiley that said fucking dab song? All right. Dab song one more time. I just have to have dab fucking essentials close by, so. Here we go. Fucking, I got my torch, got my rig. I'm not going back to the, the cookies. To the next fucking hundred. Next sound bite. Two hundred. Cheers, everybody.
Hell yeah. God damn it, that's good. Mm, that was the watermelon. The watermelon pie. <coughs> damn. Mm. Very good. Very good. Let's see here. What can we find that um I think I'm just going in the uh, sound bar, sound garden. Focus. <clears throat> yeah, here's to a thousand. That's where I want to be. We'll get there. How far do you think we can go before we have to take a break? I think we can do a thousand. Don't underestimate my drive. <laughs> Is that new LED in the tent? No, sir. They're actually laying on the floor behind me. I hate to say this, but there is a promo code for me on there now. Just because I was one of the first testers, there it is. My herbs now, forward slash promo, Eagle Garden. Shameless plug there. Sorry, guys. Major General, I have both lights are sitting there behind me. I need to do uh, unboxing. Right there. I tell you what, the, I was uh, I was a little bit surprised with uh, I didn't I do I have to do the fucking unboxing for that. Uh, <clears throat> I know a thousand three years. I know a thousand three years, Jack. That's fucking long term. Get that gold somewhere. Motherfucker, damn. Um, I have not. I've peeked in the boxes. I have, uh, I did fucking plug in the fucking, uh, the Bloom Plus. And I kind of liked what I saw with the Bloom Plus. Ha 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 ha, sell out, he says. Not selling out, damn it, General. Made me feel bad. That was before the show. I got this. This was way before the show, and I don't ever show this. I don't ever show that. You ever see me post about that shit? No. Because I don't like the sellout aspect of it. But uh, I did get the lights. Bloom Plus, I'm supposed to do an unboxing video. I could probably put them back in the box and do an unboxing video. You guys want to do an unboxer right now live? <coughs> Murga! Smiley, miss you, brother. Hope you had a fucking excellent 4th of July. The My Herbs Now? Let's see here. On Amazon. If you go on the website, I know I get free. If you use the code, it's free shipping. On uh, Amazon here. I 
I actually don't know how much they want for it on Amazon. <clears throat> I didn't go to the website. I want to say, here's the website right here. Screen share. Now this is One forty nine, that's their packages right there. That's way off. I can fucking I drive fucking close to ten in my five. I guess I got nice fucking dense nugs. Shipping if you use promo code. If you go to my herbs now, fucking promo Eagle Gardens take free shit. <laughs> You're way off, General. I didn't see what you guys said about the fucking uh, mountains guy. Says your respect. Happy Fourth of July back to you. Yeah, let's post. Let's be peeking. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to be peeking. Well, I was thinking about the unboxing. Is uh, well, I'm gonna well, oh, I'm gonna go right up Let it up again, Tim. I did uh, look in the box. Yeah, you're probably right. At least that kind of music, Devin. Uh, switch over to something maybe a little bit more uh, covered. Uh, oh, I'll play uh, Dank Growers. Uh, yeah, I love that version of that fucking Tool song, by the way. I know what's in here. Right here. Right in two. Uh, <clears throat> about looking in the box. Uh, damn, I'm all over the place. Look at it in the box. Uh, I'm not gonna say anything in the unboxing that I wouldn't say. Let me stop screen sharing. That I wouldn't uh, say <coughs> in uh, in the video. My thoughts are gonna be the same either way, and it's not like uh, it's any less. But uh, Smiley's out. Night, Smiley. Um, but what's the drivers? I should have held out. You know, I was impressed with the boards being Samsung, but I was a little bummed that it came with a little uh, more of a knockoff driver. 
I wish I'd have, I would have liked to seen uh, some meanwhile drivers on there. I know in the case of the Mars unit that uh, the next one up, the TSW 3000, has a meanwhile driver, but one I got didn't. It's got a fucking Zongxing fucking driver or some shit like that. Which the TS thousand, which is right there behind me, is uh that's what's on it. It seems to be alright. So far so good. B song from Stomper Room. I'll look that up after this. <coughs> Excuse me. What are the drivers? What drivers? There's a the fucking song scene. Oh, on the one. Holy shit. It's a big old fucking spider, bitch. Motherfuckers, it's a spider, spider. It's so fucking crazy. That's one of fucking spider with fucking, I killed him about 10,000 little fucking spiders. No fucking fly out. I look at Forrest Bridge. Smoke his ass. On this light here, live unboxing of uh, Bloom Plus. It's uh, a dumb driver. I guess this is the unboxing of the Bloom Plus. Uh, uh, uh. There are dung drivers here. This is the way she came on the box. Came with fucking some uh, hangers, thing to hang it. Two drivers by uh, dung. I've never heard of this company, but that doesn't necessarily mean shit on my end. Um, haven't got a lot of stats on it. Uh, somewhere around here, they oh, right there, I believe it is. Uh, here's the Bloom Plus manual. Freaks me out, these fucking little spiders. This is uh, the 3000. Says Spectrum is 660 to 665, 32 to 42, 5068, and 730 to 740 is what the diodes are. 300 watt power draw. Supposed to cover 5x5 or 4x4. No PPF um, info here. I have to look it up. Just kind of suggested hanging height. But she's kind of bright. Kill them nasty spiders. I know it. That fucking bitch man is like one of them ones with a big fat sack on the back of it and then you fucking hit it and like 10,000 little babies ran out of the bitch. That shit creeps me the fuck out, man. 
just to know that spiders running around, a mom's running around with fucking a hundred, hundred babies in that bitch. All right, you guys want to see the Bloom Plus fired up, roughly? I'm not going to hang it right now, but I'll fire it up for you guys. You want to see it? Yeah, definitely, definitely Dr. Buzz Lightyear. What up, American One? I got to agree with 420, 420 on that one. Ah, uh, shut the fuck up, Bill said. <laughs> Thank you, Ginger Snaps. You ain't even right. That ain't even right. Alright, this is the Bloom Plus. Let me uh, set this down so I can put it back in the box. This is the bottom. This is what the boards are looking like. Guess I can turn it so things correct. Bam. So this is what the one line looks like. Huh. You guys ready for this? Ellen <coughs> Myers for 1000 is already hanging right there. That's what she's fired up looking like. She's pretty bright. Can't see me. Uh, yeah, you're right. It does. They look kind of wonky. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily go spraying around it. Pretty wonky, though. I can feel the diode, so I'm going to probably see no. Pretty bite. I'll see what she does. We'll run it. Mars like to be honest with you, I peeked in the box, but I didn't uh I didn't fucking fire it up. So I have not tried the chilled light. I have another HLG five fifty and I have uh um, active growth six sixty, which are like kind of the most newer LEDs I have. Yeah, um, let me go back here and see if I can't find a, a trace on here. 
Uh, you know that that uh, that light there, the Bloom Plus, off Amazon, I think looks like two forty something, maybe two seventy nine. Try to find a trace. Peace song for Robert Room for real. It's funny, bro. I didn't actually realize that was the song you wanted to fucking The B song. Is it uh as bad as I heard it? God, no, that's a horrible dad song. Trey, what are you fucking suggesting? No way, Trey. No way. That's fucking funny shit, though. Holy shit, that's fucking funny. Hell yeah. <laughs> One more of those gorilla joints. Oh, it sounds good to me. Let's get fucked up. Till the face down. Kombacha tonight, Major. Kombacha. Kombacha and coffee tonight. No sweetie tea. Although I do love sun tea. That'd probably be my next adventure. Should we fucking uh, uh smoke and go Frazier tonight, man? Appreciate you. Hopefully, you had a uh, great 4th of July. Fucking handful of fucking nerds, man. You look at the sugar. <laughs> After I just told Major that I fucking didn't need any more sugar, I do need some sugar, goddamn. Terrible appointment. Oh, man. Fucking my biggest demon right here made me this fucking sugar. I need to fucking quit fucking around with sugar.
no no piece tonight. Almost got piece kombucha though. Looks really good. She would play with the Myers light. That we showed up here to a party and kicks the bass. God, what a great tune. What a loss to the fucking rock and roll community. Both Dimebag and fucking uh, Vince. I was hoping to see a fucking, uh, fucking, uh, what you call it, a reunion tour out of there, fuck at some point. I should. It's uh, good for the, they've turned into sugars later on, and that's for sugar. Good for protein. That's what I, that's my go-to. So I think I'm actually borderline diabetic from fucking, uh, fucking around with sugar for so long and I get a little fucking uh, goofy sometimes. I actually carry peanut butter crackers with me for that fucking that reason, man. It's a quick backup. Either that or payday. Huh. Payday's usually my really quick go-to there. Roll a skinny fanny. Skinny fanny. Oh, she probably got uh, You want to play with the... I'll give you this. You guys want to fucking play with the light? Or you want to fucking... Uh, I got some seeds I could give out. You guys' choice. You guys want to fuck around with the light? Or you guys want to win some fucking... Can of, can of queen gear. You guys just choice. I was gonna do both today anyway, so this is uh Steven Seagal, nothing else matters. Fucking nice cup Metallica cover by them. It's fucking these guys are crazy. Play with the light, play with the lights. Okay. We'll play with the light. Cheers, John boy. How you doing tonight? Mr. Green Pots. Alright. We'll pour some fucking coffee. We'll play with the light. I know on the uh, Mars light we gotta fucking put a little bit of fucking driver bullshit, but Ah, at least it says gear, please. Is it fucking your birthday, Mr. Green Pots? Fucking happy birthday, Mr. Green Pots. I 
can't believe that. Is it really your birthday, Mr. Green Pots? For real? For realties? Yeah? Well, I'll put that on my calendar. Say, so, uh, I'm trying to keep track of that kind of shit. Yeah. Mr. Green Pots. You're on my calendar for a birthday, brother. I wish I would have known that earlier. I would have given you some shout outs. All right, guys. All right. Oh, God damn it. I didn't roll my joint. I got to roll my joint. Finish rolling my joint first here. Smoke before play. Smoke before play. Ha <laughs> ha. I'm just fucking kidding. Happy birthday. Fuck yeah, everybody. Please give Miss Green Pots a fucking happy birthday. Who doesn't like a fucking happy birthday, right? Is it the first or the fourth? Uh, excuse me, the fourth or the fifth, Mr. Green Pots? Was it the fourth or the fifth? I want to get the date correctly. Is it just starting or are you just capping off a kick ass day? Never care what they know. What I know. <laughs> right on me too, Bill. That's why I call it a safety meeting, isn't it? Just wanna point out for you guys your daytime or tomorrow to make sure and check out uh Weed Church, Twisted, and I believe the uh, Green Witches have their thing on uh, Amber Lana's channel up for. Some cool folks over there. They've been hanging out, supporting the show, so that's why I'm trying to support them. That's why I'm asking it's your eye. Oh, okay, the fourth. Cool. I put it on the right day. What an awesome day to have a birthday on the fucking fourth line. That's pretty kick ass, man. It's really kick ass. Everybody just driving around fucking celebrating your shit. It'd be fucking cool as fuck. This is Angels in Heaven, Chris Rodriguez and the Spoon Lady. Fuck my ladder go, God darn it. Gosh darn it. Hmm, hmm. Oh, there's one. All right. Hi, be wise. 
This is the way she comes out of the box. Oh, I should have turned it. That's the way she's coming out of the box. Just like this. There's a driver's off to the side. There's a hanger in here. Hangers. The drivers are sitting to the side. We got a power cord, 110 power cord. We have a timer that came with it and a humidity. Humidity and temperature gauge came with the light. So let's set this off to the side here. So that's what's in the box. Get you guys off my belly. So um, this is the drivers right here. So uh, These are the drivers right here. Shangsing Technology. The writing on it is so faint, it's hard to read without the fucking light. But, uh, like, fucking, I can't even hardly read it by like this. I gotta turn it. Shangsing. Technology says it's pulling one point seven out the wall output to a fifty hundred fifty watts. It can be uh, both of them can be uh, dialed down. No stickers. I got stickers for you guys. You want stickers? So you have to throw these on, and then this is in process, doesn't look too bad. Pull this shit out. It's pretty well plug and play. Drivers go on there too easy. So let's pull the light out itself. So these go on there. There's a couple little uh, screws that you can do by hand. Too simple here. We'll take it out to see what we got. Uh, very light unit, that's for sure. A lot different. Uh, Different dials for sure then. Uh, back over here to the music. Different diodes for sure than the TS-1000. This definitely has uh, a new selling some board on it. Oh, 
and not the, like the blurple kind of old round style like the TS has got. So not all bad. And this is, see, this is what I mean right here. It's just got these little thumb fucking screws on here to put the ballast on. So it doesn't look like that, you know. This ain't gonna take a second to throw the ballast on. Sorry to hear what? Every time I make a purchase, they are conveniently out. On what? So 300 watts, yeah, basically. I'll read in the book, it should say in this book here. TSW, this is the TSW 2000. It says it's pulling 307 out the wall, Major. Says it's supposed to be good enough for a four by four. I should have got held out and got the fucking TS 3000. Because jump on, boo. The 3000 fucking uh, had the meanwhile drivers. And it was big enough for a five by five. If I would have known that, I would have held out and got the 3000 instead of the 2000. Well, these just drop right on there. Too easy. Too easy. Bada boom, bada bing. And these thumb screws. Every time I buy seeds or lights. Ah, right on. What up from camping, camping trooper? I know, right? Boom, got the major. Hanging out fucking tonight. I'm actually excited now, a little bit more excited than now that I've got the um the Mars out of the box. So four twenty to our black hat four twenty. To see them uh, Samsung boards, because that, that's a lot different than uh, the TS-1000, what uh, kind of chips they've got on it. A lot different. One more of these little thumb jobbers. Thumb screw. So these just these drivers just come. They come with a nice long enough cord. To be honest with you, if you wanted to set set them outside your tent, I'm sure you could. So these, uh, you got a nice little cord that plugs into this ballast. Should probably spun that one around. I'm gonna spin this around real quick. Shit bugs me. Shit ain't facing the same direction. 
Let's kill a black kid. Let's fuck around with some lights. Doing like a pre-unboxing, if you will. Here we go. I know it makes sense to fucking turn shit to equally the same way. Screw here. Go ahead and flutter her in. I don't know. Uh, this is uh, the the Mars, and we'll see if it's comparable to the Blue Plus is what I got. So far, it looks pretty comparable. All right, this first time I get to see this fired up. I use a screwdriver. There isn't a screwdriver, it's all thumb. I mean, it's actually, you couldn't even, there's not even screwdriver for it. What's up, Boom Farm? Boom Farm's jumping in with us. See the front of it. Oh, cool. How were they? That's pretty awesome. What's up, boom? What's up, Eagle? How's it going? Pretty good, man. Fucking, uh, fucking around with this, uh, Mars light. Right on. That's weird for you to get on the fucking, before I plugged it in. So this is the 2000 or the 3000, were you saying? This is the 2000. The TSW 2000. Ooh, it's bright. That's pretty fucking bright. So they got red bright. diodes in there too? Or is it just white yeah. diodes? Oh. No, it's red. I'll read them to you in a minute. I think it's like a 740 and 660. Okay. That fucker's really bright. For uh, 300 water, it's a nice board. Yeah. Nice big wide light too. Cover a lot of surface. Yeah. Just, just being over it. How's it going, so John? Boy? Four by four. Four by four, yeah. Well, what's the light itself measure at? It looks like it's big. Yeah. Uh, hold on, I got the. That's got to be better than two feet, yeah. Yeah, it's right around the two foot mark. Let's see here. Goddamn metric. Huh, you could tell me. 
It's 120 centimeters by 120 centimeters. I could tell you if we were talking kilometers, but I still measure in inches and feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The most well, I would say right off the top of my head, with that a you know, tape measure, it looks about two foot by two. Yeah, it looks big. Yeah. That should be pretty neat. Can't wait to run them side by side. The the uh the other one that I got, the Bloom Plus, was uh, uh it looked more like an HLG. You know what I mean? Just a flat piece of uh, aluminum with the drivers on the back. Again, and they these were like some Singshong, you know what I mean? Drivers on that. And the other ones had a brand called uh, Dale, something like that. I never heard of it. But uh, I know on the Mars, the next one up would have had Meanwhile. So I don't know how I feel about that. As long as they're, I guess, as long as they're willing to stand behind them if anything goes wrong, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, oh, how was your day? Oh, pretty good. Yeah, just went over and visited a buddy for a little bit. Made it back. <laughs> yeah. I saw you had the My Herbs Now guy on again, eh? Yeah, again, finally. <laughs> finally. Yeah, you got big updates coming beginning. out or what? I'll have to go back and check. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he had some test results and uh, was announcing uh, new machines that are coming out. That kind of good shit. Right on. And uh, it, it was kind of funny as watching some comments in chat and they were talking about it being a little infomercial-ish tonight. And I kind of, I kind of could see that a little bit, but the way I explained it too is, you know, damn, how are you going to ask somebody to come in on the 4th of July? You know what I mean? I had a hard time reaching out to anybody I wanted to come on today. Yeah. And to be honest with you, <laughs> I actually used a, 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 Almost a guilt tactic, almost, if you would, for tonight's guest, anywho. You know what I mean? Because we right. all know that what happened a week ago, and he was right. all apologetic and wanting to get on. I was like, mm, what you doing on the floor, brother? <laughs> <laughs> so that's how that came to be right there. Perfect. He felt bad. I needed a guest for the fourth. Bada boom, bada bing. Here we are. Perfect, perfect. He's a nice guy anyway. Oh, so yeah. Enjoy helping him out. <laughs> but today, I don't know what the fuck, boom. I don't know what the fuck, what the fuck happened from yesterday till today. YouTube's giving me very deceiving numbers, but uh, right, right now I'm looking at over at the page, the stream, and it says Eagle 1.09 subscribers, but 20 people fell off last night between 
the end of last night's show and the time I got up, lost 20 and got like five back. I was like, God damn. Well, I couldn't I couldn't tell if it was something maybe that was said during the show last night or um uh, or uh maybe people that got left out of the fucking <laughs> the soundbite thing or I don't know, but I was like, holy fuck, how how did I lose suddenly lose twenty in a day? It kind of so counterproductive than the numbers mm. have usually been. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. People cycle in and out. I noticed that on Instagram. My numbers, you know, I'll see 10 or 12 people follow me and I'll go check my numbers and I'll be down five people. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <coughs> you know, another thing I've been doing too is uh, it's weird. I, you know, and actually, I took some screenshots of them before, and I didn't. I was gonna kind of talk about it before, but I didn't think um, times were actually on there. You know what I mean? But what I've noticed, like the last couple of weeks, as far as like YouTube uh, anal- uh, analytics go, is I can get off the get off at the end of the stream and look at it and it will tell me like x amount of views and then i'll like go to bed or whatever and then uh look again and it's less than the initial air numbers by like shit one time it was by a hundred there was a hundred difference there i'm like how do you lose a hundred fucking views so i I noticed that and I started, I screenshotted a couple of them thinking, you know, then I, that day I was like, fuck, this doesn't Maybe show Maybe you're no crazy, time. right? Yeah. Yeah. But then you got the proof uh, to yeah. look at it. Yep. So now I've noticed that the um, screenshots that I took, actually, it does say on them, on there, it'll say like, uh, this is on fourth, July 4th at 5 a.m. So if I go back and look at them screenshots, if I do it like tonight and then do it later on, the screenshot again, I should be able to, for sure. I wonder if maybe it calculates uh, the total length that people watch the video. Cause like in a five hour video, if someone pops in for 30 seconds, is that a view? Or is that a- It, it you know, has to be over that? three seconds for a view. Has to be over three seconds. Is that all it is? Well, I can't imagine many people popping in for less than three seconds. <laughs> no. Mr. Thumbs Down, he's it, only in here for two and a half. Hit that button and get off. Like right now, as we're watching, I can actually click like the analytics here. And it will tell you how many people are watching, roughly how long they've watched for, not per person, but like in general. And shit like that. Right on. It's weird how what how and what they target as far as uh, data. You know what I mean? I, I can look at my stream health. So it tells me, uh, yeah, thirty-eight could view. You know, at most it looks like uh, thirty-eight at one point. 
Watson at one time. 234 playbacks. I still haven't figured out what that means. And it says the average watch time is 37.51 seconds. <laughs> so they're at least watching for like roughly 40 minutes of the show. At least tonight's show, anyway. Right on. I, don't, I try not to look at that part of it, though, because it's like, that's when you start looking at that, you almost get, like, Facebooky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, my God, I got lots of numbers. Fucking numbers. That's so fun. But it does make you, I, I'm not saying I'm not curious about it here or there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that part of it, though. Oh, that's like, that's when you start looking at it. Oh, man, my back's fucking tweaked out today. I don't know what the fuck I did with it. Man, I drove back behind me today. That's all about fucking around. And uh, so I drove back behind me, that lot behind me. They have a fucking... I'm going to actually fucking maybe film it tomorrow. They've got a full-on fucking campground going back there. Full fucking on. Full. Full on campground. I bet you I counted fucking 20 fucking tents and at least fucking four RVs pulled up in this lot. And they've got fucking dirt bikes, fire pit. I mean, it's a fucking... It's a full-on party going on back there. Yeah. And uh, not so sure how I feel about a week-long party going yeah. <laughs> right outside my property line. <laughs> I mean, uh, you can actually, i seen it today. Uh, you could actually look through the woods and like, see my house and right in my patio door. So they could be actually be partying and just like we could be their entertainment. Not digging it. Not digging it at all. No, they've got pretty much everything shut down here. I do see the odd RV parked down at the lake, though. But I guess they're supposedly mostly local people. Just go hang out down by the lake. Shut you guys back down. No, no, we're killing it here in BC. Nobody's got COVID out here. We're like one of the lowest in Canada. Atlantic Canada's low too. Yeah, out uh, Nova Scotia, behind in Brunswick. That's good for you guys, man. Quebec and Ontario are both fucked, though, from what I understand. They're both hit real, real hard. They're fucking, uh, they, they're talking about shutting us down here after the holiday. Oh, yeah? Right again. Yeah. <clears throat> and I uh, I can see it, too, man. I went downstate to see my daughter and to take care of uh, one of my patients down there uh, this weekend. No wonder my ass hurts. I don't even know what the fuck's in this chair, but it fucking hurts. <laughs> 
feels like a fucking zipper or some shit. Oh my oh, god, that's funny. Uh, so I'm headed down, and as I'm fucking going down, that fucking uh, the traffic coming north is all, every lane of traffic three lanes deep, and probably went forty miles of bumper to bumper people heading north to my fucking house or my area. And I was like, oh, man. Here they, if there's a COVID, here they're fucking they come. Yeah. <laughs> here it fucking comes. Uh. <clears throat> it's been, we've had just a huge outpouring of people up here in the last few days. Yeah, it's strange. I know there's lots of places that just, you know, their whole whole way of life is they rely on the tourism to bring the money into the whole city. So, no tourism, you're kind of fucked too, right? So, I know it's probably different in your area, right? But yeah, I don't know. That's what that's what the that's the fucking drum they're beating. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> that's the drum they're beating, but. Where are they the rest of the fucking nine months of the year? And God damn it, these uh, mom and pop shops are there's not there's not a whole lot that you know they're drawn here. And no. the mom and pop shops, I guarantee, survive from people like us and shit. Yeah. In fact, I've actually seen some shit that pisses me off. Boom, to be honest with you, like uh, Family Fair is the local uh, like grocery store up here and uh it's a small one as far as that goes and um i've noticed they will only put out certain shit during uh fucking weekender days to be honest with you uh like a, during the middle of the week uh there'll be like no like pre-made burgers or like uh, season burgers and shit like that. Fucking Friday and Saturday, fucking rack of them bitches and shit. So when it's like off season, they don't buy the you know some of the other shit and stock some of the other shit, and then all the good shit seems to come out on like Fridays <laughs> when the fucking weekenders are coming. When the, yeah, when the weekenders are coming up and spending the money, I guess yeah, that's when the good shit comes out. Yeah. Well, they know extra people are going to be around, right? So the products, there's not going to be any product left over. People are going to be fighting to get it, right? So they don't have to cut it down on sale or discount it. They do sneaky shit like that everywhere. I see what you mean, yeah. just pisses me off as a local, the ones that are supporting them (laughs) all year round, every fucking day and shit. I should be able to get that... uh, Season burger on fucking Monday. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so what do you got uh, in store for the rest of your weekend? Not much. Tomorrow's the last day off. Back to work. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Nothing really planned. Just going to chill out. Get the lawn mode. It hot as fuck up there too. It's not too bad out here. No, no, it's like twenties. 
pretty comfortable. It was uh, the last few days. It's been hot as fuck up here. I'm not sure how it converts over for you, but it's like 95 Fahrenheit here. Yeah. The last few days. I mean, it's it actually gets down to like, you know, like, it's hard to bitch. Boom. You know what I mean? 95 during the day, but it's like 57 out there right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you can sleep comfortably, I, you know, that's why I actually have a hard time putting in the air conditioners and shit. It's like if you could tough it out during the day, you can fucking sleep comfortably at night with a fucking fan in the window and shit. Yep. yep. Not, not too many days you can't. Even. Oh, man. Man, my back is tweaked. I don't know what the fuck. I don't think I picked anything heavy up today. What you got banging over there? I got some more of that Rockstar Live rosin. What do you got over there? You got anything to dab on? Play that dab well, sure song do. for everybody? I do. I got some hammer. I'm going to go with the hammer time or hammerhead. hammerhead. That shit was pretty gassy. Yeah, hammerhead, watermelon pie, and then uh, melon cookie. I think I'm going with the hammerhead. Right on. It's been pretty good. I need a soundboard. Ah! It'd be easier. Damn stabby. Bringing that shit up. You know you can play right through your mic if you had a good soundboard. So does the fucking uh, does this qualify as a cold start right here? Kind of the same thing what you're doing. I'm taking it to it. Cheers, everybody. Yeah, it's definitely better than, you know, going in on a hot dab. <coughs> Can you, uh... I think it, out of all the processes, you know, I think that's the most economical way there. <coughs> Stretch it for sure. Yeah, the control you get, you get the dab you need, not the dab you, you took. <coughs> You're right, because sometimes you feel obligated once you drop it in that banger. You're like, oh, fuck, I gotta I'm going back in. Your lungs all hurt and you're fucking still coughing. But you don't want to waste that, bitch. <coughs> no, there's no recovering it. It's gone if you don't hit it. So hit it. <laughs> <laughs> So how do you think uh, Dev's affected you over the last 
little while. You think it's tough on your lungs? It's definitely harder on me. I only do it every once in a while. <clears throat> you see, I tried to the other night. I uh, I said something about uh, trying to get you on. You said uh, you had to play the Slayer to summon you. Summon you. <laughs> so I actually tried it the other night. I played some Slayer. And didn't, didn't work, work, eh? No. Didn't work. No, I saw that in the replay. I did see that. <laughs> no, I was long passed out. I woke up at 2, and it goes over at about one twenty here. So <laughs> I missed you by 40 minutes. <laughs> Little fucking Seasons in the Abyss. That's a good fucking tune, right? Yeah, that's a great album, too. That's one of the greats. Seasons, South of Heaven, Rain and Blood, those are the big three. Sure. I actually seen them, uh, I think it was last year. Yeah, last year. The final campaign. Fucking awesome show. Still fucking killing it. It's funny that... uh, the lead singer has kind of went so churchy and still rocking out the fucking old yeah. returns. <clears throat> yeah. Got a fused neck. He can't headbang anymore. Oof, brutal. <clears throat> a lot of those older handbangers are like that, though. Yeah, Dave Mustaine's got the same thing. The guy from Magadath. He's fused. There was a kind of, who's the other band I seen there with Slayer? Oh, I can't remember. They put on a great show though. And uh, that guy was he was a big old fucking guy. And he was there was no way he was headbanging. It was just the whole back just <laughs> I was like, even that headbang looked just fucking painful man i was like man it's gotta be tough to do for a few hours a day was it testament (laughs) testament with them trying to think of big singers it was the singer that was the big guy headbanging right yeah he's got a big uh witches of warcraft tattoo on his forearm there (coughs) and he's like they're like a, they're a bigger band, but their niche is like being an opening band. Oh, I can't Exodus? Was. No, but that's I, I'd like to see Exodus. No, they're a newer <laughs> band. Gary Holt from Exodus is playing with Slayer, or he was probably on that tour. He was the other guitar player that's not Gary King. And then the other band that was with him, I always fucked that up too, but it was the, um, uh, I want to say like an Irish band. Magada. It's Viking, like a Viking type band. Oh, Armand Armand, something like that. Oh, damn. Viking. They put on a good show, too. I went for Slayer and the other two that I didn't even hear. And I see my nephew there. He's like, that's who he was there to see. Oh, yeah. I never even fucking heard of him. They put on a good show, though. That's for sure. 
I never actually heard any good uh, like Viking rock. <laughs> At the one point, they had like a Viking chant. They actually went into like a Viking chant. Huh. And, uh, yeah, fabulous disaster. That's good too. Um, yeah, I can't remember who's Fucking spacey high as fuck today. It's been a long fucking day. I saw Slayer I Damage Plan back in the day. Dimebag and Viddy from Pantera. It's like four days Dimebag. before Dime died in Ohio. Fucking that been a real good show. Yeah, good one. What do you feel about uh, any of Phil's uh, side projects? There? I've liked a couple of them. Phil's throat's just so shot now. Like he, like he, back in the early Fantera days, he had a beautiful voice, like Cemetery Gates. Oh, but uh, he can't do that anymore. <laughs> he's uh, blown out. <clears throat> I've listened oh, man, to he's... Though. Super Joint. I like Super Joint. Down, Down's great. Yeah, Down's my favorite out of all of them, I think. Fucking, yeah. okay, uh... <laughs> it's funny, because I talk about music sometimes with my uh, youngest daughter, who is probably the one that closer relates to some of my musical tastes. And uh, every time I talk about Phil, I'm like, man... There's uh, not too many people that uh, I can sense like a genuine like fucking uh, badass about or, you know, you can tell. And yeah, you, no when problem. that fucker talks, you can, he's an intimidating motherfucker, right? The, just yeah. the way he speaks, that slow, thick, deep bass voice and shit. And he just fucking talks real shit and shit. And crazy shit. I've heard him. <laughs> you ever hear him like go into one of them fucking like rants and shit on stage where he's like, "I'll stop this motherfucker and part these crowds," and just start going off on some <laughs> yeah, like really weird fucking being shitheads. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to like oh, watching man. the uh, the three vulgar videos, the home videos. Those were always great. Them fucking around on tour, lighting off fireworks and doing stupid shit. Some of the best shows I ever seen were paying to. Seen yeah. three times. It's definitely, definitely amazing concert. I was hoping to be able to catch it like a, a reunion without Dimebag until uh, Benny yeah, and he's gone like, now. Well, that that's done. That'll never happen. Apparently, Carrie King's new project is going to have Phil Anselmo sing. So it's basically going to be Slayer, but Phil on vocals. <clears throat> so they'll need a new bass player, and maybe Gary Holt stays with them. But uh, I don't know. Dave don't Lombardo's Phil's the best got part. The fucking throw for that. Nah, not he's. But neither did Tom. 
I mean, Tom couldn't sing the Slayer tunes the way they needed to be. Like, on a Angel of Death, he didn't hit the high note anymore. <clears throat> no, Phil ain't gonna either. Sad that you know, because they'll they'll just avoid those songs, the good ones when the concert and shit. Yeah. This is a bummer. Yeah, I fucking stayed up last night. I thought when I ended the show last night, I was like, oh man, I've got most of this shit fucking um Sound or I had it time stamped and shit. Like, oh, this ain't gonna take me that long. I was like 62 ish when I checked off. Like, all I got to do is go back and yeah. I'm like, this will take me about an hour, about 7 30 ish. I'm just get, getting the last couple done and fucking posting that shit up. Holy. Fuck, man. Never seen, never seen that coming. Didn't think it was gonna take me that long. No. You know, for next time now to have them all recorded and clipped ahead of time. Oh, that did help. You know, once I got to a point, that did help. I actually, kind of forgot about them until a little later, and it was nice too because the, they were the ones that. Uh, some of the ones the girls missed, you know what I mean? They're like, I can't find fucking such and such. And then I went through my fucking recordings and looked at today. I'm like, oh, I got them right here. <laughs> nice. Sweet. Some of them I didn't have to go back through and find. That part was nice. Craving some sugar. So you want to give away some seeds for the 35 that's tupped it out through the fucking infomercial line? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> uh, Dave Lombardo's working with uh, suicidal tendencies too. So really? Yeah. So like that's the, another the, cat right there. Dave Lombardo fucking down, man. He's the shit. That guy ain't fucking around. Man, that fucking lead singer from uh, Suicide Tendencies. You talk another one that's uh, Mike Murr. Been fused up. Yeah, he's been fused up for a while, man. Some old. You watch some of them old Suicide Tendencies videos, and he's pulled back, fucking head banging, just. <laughs> oh yeah, fucking. Even some of the thrashing you see him do looks painful. You know what I mean? He looks like um, he looks like he's had some back injuries from some skateboarding you know, yeah. early on. <laughs> and uh, I'm a huge, by the way, boom, huge suicidal fan. I don't know if you know that, but uh. Huge. I actually got a huge suicidal tendency statue. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Right here. Suicidal, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Yep, yep. Yep, the face with the head. And it's he did a good job on it, too. I know it's hard to... I didn't zoom in on the fucking leg, but... The head... I got it. Yeah. It was off. The suicidal. Yep, all flipped up. Yeah. You can see... Uh, it actually says suicidal on it. It's a suicidal tendencies hat. But you can see... Uh, he did an excellent job. You can, like, see all, like, of the hat stitching and shit. Pretty, uh, pretty nice job he did on that. I was pretty happy with that. But yeah, huge fan, huge fan of Suicide. I actually was gonna get a, um, I'm still probably gonna get it. I don't know where to fucking put it is the thing. Is uh, I had a friend pass this last year, my friend John. Infection, infectious groove was pretty bad too. Uh, my friend John died this last year and uh, was a huge fan of Slayer. He was the awkward Slayer guy. It, it took everything I had, boom, to not live up to, uh, not to live up to his, what he, shit, something he would do. You know what I mean? It took everything I had not at the end of that sermon not to fucking stand up and go, Slayer! Slayer! I resisted. But you know what's funny, Boom? Is uh, that's the only funeral I fucking, I wore my Slayer, uh, my Slayer shirt to a Slayer concert shirt. I had fucking, uh, I wore it and I had actually, Something told me, I'm like, this is what he would want. This is what he'd fucking want right here. He wouldn't want me to dress up and all that bullshit. So I put it on, but I took another shirt with me, okay? Just in case, you know what I mean? And I, I as I pull up, I'm pulling in there, and I'm starting to look around. I see other a few other people with Slayer shirts on. You could tell those were, you know his good friends. Yeah. I knew they were anyways, but I, it was nice to see that, uh, the real ones, you know what I mean? That actually did what he would have wanted. And, uh, but yeah, didn't regret it. felt weird as fuck. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you at all. It felt super fucking weird walking into a respectable place of worship with a fucking Slayer shirt on. It had all the, the pentagram on the skull and it was it's this year's concert shirt it was just skulls on top of skulls and pentagrams yeah but uh yeah. you know what's funny is his, his mom actually gave me uh, some props on that shit too she's like you know he would have wanted that I'm like you know I thought so too that's why I fucking wore it and I'm Glad to uh, support this. Cool. Cool story. Fentanyl. Fentanyl took his life right there. Oh, yeah. I never even knew he was had that kind of addiction. But uh, I lost a couple friends this last year from that kind of fucking drug abuse, man. Shitty. 
Anyways, which one we got here? We have Queen White Haze and Lemon Delight and Buttercream Haze. Which ones should we give away? Lemon Delight sounds delightful. What's the Lemon Delight? Um, I don't really know, to be honest with you. Oh. Not really sure of what any of these crosses are. She just sent them over, and uh, yeah, no info. Just no fun to be it. had with it then. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm sure I it's do like age too. Yeah. It's well, was it butter haze, and was it lemon haze? The other one. What was the other one? Buttercream haze and uh, white. Queen White Haze, Queen White which Haze. are two of her staples. I ran the Buttercream Haze. It was uh, a good strain, good yielder. Mine was a haze thing. Very nice. Should have to get a mail for Eagle for Canning Gear. Yeah, I should. So we got 35 watts and one to 150 sounds fair, huh? Yeah. You want me to put that in the chat? Between yeah, yeah. 150? We'll go with Lemon Delight. We're gonna, I'm just writing this stuff down. Can't have, we'll, we'll do dab time after after the seed <clears throat> seed drop. So one one fifty. I got to set the timer, I guess. All right, I put it in the chat. How's it going, Chris Mertz? So you want to pick out a number, boo? Yeah, I already did. I sent it to you. It's in the chat. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm all space it up. Yeah, I've been here before. This ain't my first rodeo. I know what we're doing. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. <clears throat> that's a good one. You know, the other night, I fucking, we did this. I think it was with, uh, I know it was Mandel that was on the show. So I go to set the timer. And you know, I was a little little faded that episode right <laughs> so we're sitting here doing this seed giveaway and i'm like thinking to myself man this is getting fucking be a little lengthy i look down i set the fucking timer for an hour and 30 minutes not that not a minute 30 so we're like fucking three four minutes into it before i realized fucking the buzzer ain't fucking going just nothing and happening in chat because you only get one guess so everyone's just like well, waiting they, they started down like a conversation and shit the numbers stopped and they started talking about something and i was like huh that seems a little odd <laughs> so i fucking looked down and we were like minutes into it. I'm like, oh shit. I guess I should just end it. Uh, right. And start here in chat. Oh, God. Start 
Start. There you go. One to 150. One guess, please. 31 watching. Should be a easy score. Probably what, about five people in chat. <laughs> oh, Aldridge 25, shoot again. You get to pick one number one time, Ginger. So don't re-guess. Pick a number between one, one and 150. Chance to win some beans. One to 150. If you guess something someone else guessed, then you go again. Blind cat, shoot again. You saw one? Good for you. I'm like, I am way too high to be guessing. I'm surprised I caught it, to be honest with you. Oh, Aldridge, you can go again, too. There's two 77s. <clears throat> Yeah, oh, Aldrich did go again. Good job, guys. There you go. Should do some grilling today. Me? No, no, no grilling. It rained here today. We could use that shit. There you go. That's the end of it, guys. We're stopping chat so we have a fucking place to. Well, we got a problem. We got two people who are 10 away on either side. Well, then we do a, uh, they do a second round, I think. We do a shootout with the two of them. Yep, we pick yep. another. All right. So it's I like a, the way I, I put stop like five minutes later in there and shit. We've already done. Blind cat's still going. <laughs> <clears throat> then move right. into the second round I'm just typing stop <laughs> so uh, Jay Diz said 113 and Ginger Snaps said uh, 133 and the number was 123 so they're both 10 out so I'm going to pick uh, like 1 to 10 I guess <clears throat> Should we go a little bit bigger there? Yeah, go one to 30, something not too crazy, but gives it a little more range. You pick the number this time. Throw her in chat. Man, you ever see them little fucking spiders booms that I was uh, talking about earlier? That's nope. the second time I've seen them motherfuckers and they got me all creeped out. What do they look like? They're like, they've got like a big old round ball on the back of them. You know what I mean? Like, you would think that it would just be like for uh, spinning webs and shit, that part of the spider. But it's like extra big. No, the first one that I seen and killed was live on the air that night with a fucking tent. I killed it in the tent. And it looked, that back part looked a little weird. It looked like a spider that I had seen. And uh, 
So I killed that motherfucker, and I honestly thought I was tripping out. I fucking hit it with this thing, and a bunch of little spiders fucking crawled out of that bitch, out of that fucking sack. So when I reached around to get that light a minute ago, I seen one walking on the floor, and I fucking reached over and smacked that fucker with something. And again, a bunch of little babies come flying out of that fucking little fucking sack. Yeah, a bunch of them. I'd say like 30 of them. I was like, ooh, I don't like that. Instant birth. Instant birth. They put their numbers in. So, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Looks like uh, JD's, huh? That's a long way off. You know yep. what's funny <laughs> is they're the same, he's the same 10 off. <laughs> he is too. <laughs> Cheers, JDs, guys. you got it. How's Jeez, it going, Brokowski? It's going, bro. Just having a few drinks and uh, smoking a few blunts and good stuff. How you guys doing? Pretty good, pretty good. JDs, you win that round. I think I have your address, but it couldn't hurt to fucking. Hit me up. I try not to save that shit, but I still may have it last me long. It's hard to beat the old school mentality. You know what I mean? I could probably be keeping safely, be keeping records of shit like that. Yeah. But, uh, I don't. I don't want to. My fucking initial urge is to fucking get rid of everything. <laughs> Burn it all. <laughs> ripping it. I'm still ripping fucking shit into small pieces and shit when I throw it <laughs> garbage. Throwing half of it away and burning the other half. Flushing <laughs> <laughs> it. Sorry. Nothing. Dude. Nothing with any names and addresses and with any like cannabis or gardening shit. You know what I mean? Totally separate bags. Different colored bags, too. I got hip to that, but I like fucking watching like CSI and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the same strain bag as the rest of the garbage. You can tell by the genetic makeup. Them two bags came out of the same fucking thing. So now it's like a whole different box and whole different color that <laughs> that shit goes in. So anything like with my name on it and shit will be a whole different <laughs> bag when it goes into the dump. I'm still that fucking... Fucking old habits die hard, bro, you know? Old habits (laughs) die hard. Pretty well ingrained, too. I had a book every six months. Burn it. Remember it, you know? Print shit down. Fucking burn that shit. Fuck, it was, uh, what, conspiracy? Or, uh, what was it, uh... Bookkeeping. Yeah, right you get there. fucking cultivating tried to do that shit, bro. All kinds of shit. Conspiracy with the intent to get right. Yep. Yep. So, how'd you uh, exp- celebrate your fourth there? Procrastinate. Um, just hung out with my family, bro. Uh, went over to the mother Lars house, uh, um, 
trimmed up some plants with my father-in-law, smoked a couple of fucking things, take a few edibles, had a good time, ate some great food, chilled with my family most times, you know. Couldn't have spent it a better way, actually. Uh, everybody around us had fireworks, so it started to become dust, and they just started lighting up fireworks everywhere, so it was like watching a fucking halo of fireworks everywhere. It's crazy. Pretty good. Pretty good, you know, considering the, the uh, conditions we're doing dealing with right now and shit. It was pretty bad. It was, uh, right. Wasn't bad. Pretty dry where you're at. Actually, no, nah, pretty wet, dude. <clears throat> like, it's been raining off and on fucking the last two weeks. A lot. So, it's everything's saturated, so nothing's going to burn up. But yeah, it's been dry. Come my way. Uh, it's been fucking super wet over here, but it was a beautiful day today. How was yours? Good? Yeah, good, not too bad. House fuck. Got out of the house for a little while. Totally embarrassed, probably the lady I was with. The fucking uh, 4th of July get up, I was supporting. I love to fucking be that guy on the 4th of July. I mean, this year it's probably one of the, one of a good example of some of the 4th of July gear that I actually have. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear a funny fucking, funny, funny little side note here is, um, I actually had the hat. I, I actually wore something similar to this fucking to Walmart earlier, but I had definitely had the hat fucking with sunglasses on wore this shit through fucking Walmart and everywhere I shopped today both the hat and fucking glasses she kept going will you take that off I'm like no <laughs> not <laughs> even Hang your hat that fucking sorry. American <laughs> flag today. fucking shoes and shit on but uh so I started the show earlier today in a fucking I've got the hat on and the fucking glasses. And I thought to myself, man, you know how this could only get better is if I fucking uh, had a fucking, I need a, a good background. You know what I mean? I got to fucking throw in a nice fucking background and shit or something, you know? But this fucking shirt is actually, oh, this one's not so bad. I wonder what up. I tried this earlier and the shirt was actually fucking so loud that, uh, it was just confusing <laughs> the camera and shit, man. It was just fucking blending in. I was like, God damn, man, this shirt's way too fucking loud for fucking the virtual background. It's just got too much shit in it. That fucking but, background idea is perfect, dude. Perfect. No, this was the one I initially fucking, you know, what's funny is this is the McDonald's parking lot. Oh, <laughs> <is her>. uh, <laughs> it really is, dude. I'm about to say you're going tailgating or something like that, and they see. There's got to be one with cactuses in the old. background or something, no? Actually, a, uh, yeah, I actually be a wild took west one somewhere. Yeah, well, not stock photos, I don't think. No, I wish there was. So. Yeah, I think uh, the, this is about as close as I'm going to get as far as that. San Francisco. Oh, I could go like on the beach, uh, like right here. I mean, yeah. so, well, there we go. That one's not terrible. I don't know. I don't know how many cowboys came across palm trees back in the day. Fucking Aldridge, you're funny, but don't blame the moon on being hanging. Right. 
<laughs> I guess there's a few beaches in that look like this around the country. Not where I'm at. That's yeah, not where I'm at, dude. Fuck. I got no trash floating on shore. <laughs> Use condoms. What the fuck, man? What the hell is that about, you know? Crazy. Boston's a trash pit. Some of my fucking favorite, my favorite episode is uh, <clears throat> Miss Nudie from the power outage and fucking had the floating head and shit going along. <laughs> that one was fucking hilarious. There you go. Talking there you go. Nice little this one's here. Eat Glasses back out shit. Where's the damn cattle? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get milking them fucking cows, goddammit! Dukes the hazard shit over there. Chickens ain't gonna kill themselves. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I actually got the hat the other day. I was with uh, my youngest daughter, Courtney. And I was like, oh, yeah. I look over and seen it, and she's like, no. I'm like, oh yeah, it's fucking happening right there. She's like, no, I'm fucking trying them on and shit. I had both the red, white, and blue, and then the black version. I'm like, which one? Which one? She's like, the black. It's gonna be too much with the other one. You're gonna wear it with that shirt, probably, right? I'm like that. She's like, yeah. It'd be too much red, white, blue. You know what's funny is. <coughs> Like, as I get out and fucking, I pull into Walmart today, there was like two two things that happened there. I seen the guy coming out in the American flag fucking tank top and shorts that almost like was like the one outfit. <laughs> so you almost get that like pride moment going. It was either, it was one of two things. It was the initial, oh, this motherfucker aren't, isn't out pride me and shit. <laughs> you're not gonna help america me yeah yeah and then it, then it's the other thing in the parking lot where you gotta be like hey man fuck america up i bet you i can see eagle doing so, that shit dude you know from the fire like hey oh, man you fuck you bro you know woo. You, you don't even know you, you just don't even know Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is one of the few holidays where you can just fucking be a, a loud asshole, I guess. <laughs> fucking, you give me. There's many years up until moving up here. You can just picture this right here, just running ass and elbows for like six hours, fucking lighting off, fucking. <laughs> Fireworks, fucking doom in one hand, just sprinting, fucking for mortars and shit. And this is the way that usually goes. I usually get like a sheet of plywood, screw down all them fucking tubes to the board, and then I have my nephews fucking steadily unrolling balls, you know, undoing the fuses and shit. So I'm just running back and forth, just grabbing mortars, dropping them, lighting them. Fucking ass and elbows, back, grab another one, fucking, <laughs> and like that for like six hours, just dressed like that, uh, fucking dog tired and shit. Half of them yeah. I don't even fucking see. It's just that, boom, bang, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
I can actually tell you, I can actually tell a sound of a bad mortar or an upside down mortar uh, just from the sound. I ain't even got to look, man. I can tell the sound of it. I'll be like, get down. Uh, <laughs> and she, I ain't even got to look, man. It's usually the time I just fucking drop. That motherfucker's coming. You ever do, yeah, have you ever seen one or done one upside down accidentally goes, or yeah, purposely? Yeah, it, it goes up and then straight back down and goes, boom, like fucking head level. <laughs> Good shit. Yeah, well, yeah, right about 10 feet off the ground, and fucking yeah. then it goes off. And shit. You're like, oh, damn, now you're fucking, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, that, that last bit got me, you know what I mean? I hold my beer, motherfucker. <laughs> That's when you got everybody at the party fucking angry at you and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. God damn it. You almost hurt everybody. You know, cut that motherfucker off. Cut him off. Yeah. I got this. Let me get that mortar. Drop this bitch. No, he's yelling at him. Love that shit. One of my fucking favorite fucking uh, Fourth of July's is uh, my brother in law at the time there. Fucking Joe, a crazy bastard. He actually passed out. Passed. Uh, he went down to New Orleans during the, after the hurricane, and uh, to help out, and uh, fucking in, ended up getting fucking shot and killed for. Uh, he just gotten paid for uh, doing a job down there, helping restore shit, and uh, they fucking shot him and fucking took his money <laughs> after fucking. Uh, cashing that jack uh, anyways Joe was a crazy fucker Joe was a crazy fucker I loved him and he shared the fucking shared the same uh, love for fireworks me and him would always go down the day before a couple states over get a bunch of illegal fireworks and come back up And uh, but this year in particular I remember him and um, his uh, stepbrother Charles Lee are hanging out at the family gathering. Both of them are very well intoxicated. <clears throat> I, I I don't drink at that time either. Still fucking smoking tons of weed. And fucking Joe sliding off some mortars. We were taking turns. And uh, he was always the good one. He was actually the one. How I got to know the upside down shell. Because I never knew if he did it purposely or he just didn't know, but you could always count on Joe putting one in upside down every fucking fourth of July. So that's how I got to know the sound of an upside down shell. Moreover, this year, him and Charles Lee start getting a little lippy with each other. And fucking uh, things start getting a little out of control. And fucking Joe fucking... Tells fuck Charles Lee, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, you motherfucker. Tired of your shit. Get out. Charles get out. Lee was a fucking heavy drinker at the time, and he would, he's refusing to leave. So fucking Joe's like, I'm telling you, one last fucking time, get the fuck out of here. And uh, so he's got a mortar in his hand at this time, and he's fucking looking at Charles Lee, get the fuck out of here. And Charles Lee kind of like takes off walking and Joe says, you better get running, motherfucker. He likes that fucking shell. And fucking 
chucks that bitch and fucking he throws it just like a baseball and fucking charles lee charles lee at this time you ever see fridays where smokies are running back and forth down the road there high out of the fucking shit that's what charles lee looked like fucking running from the fucking mortar and shit man fucking joe actually fucking fisted two of them bitches off before somebody finally got the shells from him Okay, yeah, just lit him and fucking was throwing him like fucking baseballs at fucking Charles Lee. Right? Down the fucking road oh, and fuck. shit. It's always oh, one of the crowd, man. Always one that loves oh. We thought he was going to burn down the fucking neighborhood because they're not even, them things were road level. The one, the one didn't, wasn't even in the air. That thing fucking was like, just like a grenade. He threw it. That thing rolled like a shell down the road for about 10 feet before it just randomly shot off in one direction, like 30 fucking feet and shit. Oh, total irresponsible fucking crazy shit. It sounds like my fucking establishment. The regular. There you go. Oh, yeah, dude. I miss that crazy fucker. That was, that was like an... A regular 4th of July fucking Joe right there. Crazy, crazy cat. You guys must get way better fireworks than we get. Our fireworks are all pre-made, like they all like Roman candle style or yeah. But they're all they all come pre in a tube, right? So they're pretty. Well, Anch has got some big ones over here, bro. We get fucking we can get some no. fucking decent ones over here. We get two to at that time we were getting two to three inch shells. Yeah, yeah, mortars. To get that stuff, you got to take like a course and have be licensed for it and all this shit. It's not working. Man, I had actually come across a guy this year and said he could get me five inch shells. Yeah, holy! The three inch ones aren't that bad to fucking find, dude. They're really easy. Fuck a course. (laughs) You get a raft, a fucking. A piece of plywood, you throw it on the fucking raft, a, you know, a pontoon, you float that bitch in the middle of a fucking thing, and you go, all right, <laughs> right, kid, stand back. And you fucking light a fuse, and you go, shit, and you push it. And then just stand back and hope it stays capped, you know, capsized. Oh, I mean, it's, it's Am I the only one that fucking every year about shoots himself in the dick with a fucking Roman candle? Yes, first yes. one. Hold it back with Jeff. <laughs> Hurts. You can never remember which end it is that you... Oh, there it is. There we go. Ruined a pair of pants almost every year doing that shit. Anybody else on the fucking Roman candle fights? You guys ever have those? When you yeah, I, we used to float across the pond, dude, for a couple of, uh, couple of canoes. Bring about fucking 10 apiece. Sitting there in this dark-ass pond and just go, <laughs> just shoot them. And then you see them all light up and you're like, ah, can't come in. Shit. You just duck it in the fucking boat. Dude, it hit you. Oh man, we, we come back with like welts and burns all over us. Fucking sucked. Those things that shoot metal balls out of them, dude. That sucked. Don't feel good. Fun though. We lived a different, uh, different existence, man. They, the shit we did when we were kids uh, is the reason why fucking kids have child safe toys and shit like that <laughs> for sure i mean I, I i definitely grew up in a different time i lived back in the fucking country where fucking we could do wherever the fuck we want we i mean parents literally just 
they cared but didn't care you know what i mean they knew we were safe or at a buddy's house or whatever and we could wake up and just take off into the cornfield whatever be home at dusk dark whatever as long as we were home at dark it was cool <laughs> but uh and again hunting uh, i'm capable of fucking having uh you know shotguns at an early age just be able to go hunting we were taught to hunt and, but uh it was like 12 we ended up uh, all the all of us group <clears throat> had all of our shit taken from us because uh we did probably the most irresponsible <laughs> shit with it we were because again we're in the fucking country we uh we we're taught how to pack shells our own shotgun shells and shit so hey this is back before paint this is this is i guess the original paintball we were loading up shotgun shells with uh berries <laughs> back then we were packing shells with berries and uh fucking running around shooting each other with the fucking loaded berry shells and one of uh this asshole fucking greg i'm not even gonna say his last name Packed a fucking sh- shell with fucking rock shot salt. Oh, yeah. What a dick, dude. He's that guy, huh? Fucking shot this fucking other kid in the back with rock shot What a titles. fucking dick. Oh, man. That was it. That was it. All of our fucking shit was confiscated after that. Fucking no more playing with guns. <laughs> dude, that's, rock, rock that's how, that shit hurts a lot, man. That's how liberal things were back then till today you know what i mean that's uh <laughs> you just didn't you know go, no gun safe locks no fucking gun locks for kids and shit it was actually you know shit i remember for shooting my first gun fucking seven years old and shit <laughs> yeah I was, looking, four. I was four and a half crazy that's uh back in the days too where you know Again, I've spoke about this on air too, you know, where you could jump in the back of a pickup truck and your parents were drinking and driving out of the way of the fucking beer store. No seat belts, just throw your kids in the back of the pickup. All right, kids, we're heading out to the beach. We gotta stop the beer store on the way. <laughs> Perfectly acceptable back then and shit. Go on get that road so nothing funner than riding in the back of a truck. I don't know what it I is. There's nothing better. Yep. Do that yeah, shit four wheeling uh, like trying to hold on while you're out there fucking hitting the mud hole, dude, in the back of the truck, like smacking it like you're fucking riding a cat you know, a fucking a bull like yeah, try bitch. I love that shit, dude. Get thrown oh, out man. most times. If you were trying to do that some shit like that today, you know what I mean? Just throw your kids in the back. No seats. No seats or nothing. Just throw them and the dog like, in the back lose seat. Kids, lose your kids or something. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, so you're an even... parent. You cannot raise your children right. Fuck out of here. Somebody would Facebook that shit or something. It would be fucking crazy out of control before you even got to the store. <laughs> They'd probably be there to grab you before you even got to the store. Yep. Those are the fucking fun times, though. Man. Oh, man. Good episode, by the way, Eagle. Good shit, bro. 
Yeah, it was nice to have Scott on. Uh, he's a great guy. So, you know, I like to help him out whenever I can. And it felt weird, even to a couple people in chat kind of pointed out, it kind of felt a little infomercial-ish. But, eh, it is what it is. You have a guy that owns a company coming on and stressing what he does with his company, pretty much. It's not really an infomercial, it's more or less information about that company. I, thought, I, I found it pretty interesting, bro. Wasn't bad. I did. I did too. It's always good results. Uh, yeah. Or good info. And what he had to come on and said was uh, new info. That's why I kind of had him back on. He had test results backing up what he kind of been saying. It was only fair. Checking out chat. Oh god damn it! How did I get on top chat again? I don't notice any difference between top chat and chat. Sometimes the things that you write on top chat won't come through on live chat. It's kind of weird. Really? I'm not sure why, but it does that shit, dude. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like I remember one day I was having a full blown conversation. I thought the person was answering me, and then I looked back at live chat, and my, none of my comments were showing up at all. Or it was like way later, like non-subject related. It kind of fucked up. Oh, they can tell. They when I'm they there's the obviously you know why you can't tell too. Boom, is when you switch over, you can't look back, or the shit you look back is this is top chat. You know what I mean? So once oh, you switch, you can't I, go back and then see the comments. You can't go in between the two. Well, there you go. So there's definitely shit that's you 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 can't see. Yeah, because a lot of times, all the time, then. <laughs> a lot of times, chat can tell when they're like, I'll be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" They'll be like, "Eagle, you're on top chat." And I'll be like, "How the? Yep, I'm on top chat." <laughs> Obviously, you guys are saying shit that I can't see. That's yep. how you know. Yep. All right, I'm on live chat now for sure, so we'll see if I start seeing more stuff. You will for sure. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%, bro. Ooh, holy. It's almost 4 a.m. Your friend's out. I don't know why I'm like extra tired today myself. All that patriotism really takes it out of you. I fucking passed out at 8.30, dude. I was, the kids are down at 7. I was watching Shameless at, until 8. <laughs> then fucking passed out by fucking 8.30. I was done. Slept for four hours. I was like, holy shit, the whole day's sleep. Woke up at like 1 o'clock. I don't even try to fight it. If I get tired, I'm taking a nap. Whatever. Oh, dude, I, I fucking, I'm the first one to like, where's the recliner? Uh, yeah. That's where I am. That's right, baby. Yes, Feet are going up. Fucking, you know, drinking hand or whatever it may be. Fucking whatever it is. It's sitting right next to me. I'm just like, you know, wife's home. We're good. Come on. Long, You're I'm talking to the home. guy that fucking slept alive on air. <laughs> <laughs> 20 minute session. He's like, what's up, bro? Back. 
funny. It was longer than that, Grokowski. It was yeah, like man. 40, 45 fucking minutes I was out while you guys yeah, were fucking maybe, holding yeah. it down. Yeah, yeah, I, I was like, hey, man, go for it. You're like, okay. <laughs> See the mute go off, camera go off. I'm like, this motherfucker really sleeping? Shit, he really did. Like, that's funny as hell. Yeah, I came First back. First person I've ever known to do that, dude. So funny. Yeah, you came back. Yeah, me, me and Smiley had a good good conversation. You came back, and then you're like, yeah, what the fuck? He can pop back on. It, it took me a long time, time to figure it out. Like, we were talking. I figured, oh, well, he's switching cameras or taking a piss or whatever. No big deal. Not uncommon for his video to be off. And then it just never came back and never came back. <laughs> he was out, dude. Yeah, that was great. One of my favorite parts of that episode is fucking uh, the ending there. When I'm trying to get the group soundbite. Yeah. And fucking uh, all of a sudden Zoom kicked me off. That I honestly don't know what happened. Soon as I like screamed whatever I screamed, now we're all going to fucking do this. Or I think it was like, it puts the lotion on is I think is what I fucking screamed out. Fucking Zoom just yanked out. I'm like, what the fuck? Really? And then I tried to like join back in a couple of times and it wouldn't let me. And then I got on my phone to uh, see if it was still live. Just in time to see Smiley looking around going, who did any of you guys fucking agree to that shit? <laughs> we ain't doing that shit and fucking start to do you guys start to do the shout outs and shit I'm like oh that is fucking hilarious we ain't doing that shit fuck that sound boy we ain't doing that I was it's like that shit. is fucking hilarious yeah, that's one of my favorite, favorite moments right <laughs> you were out of it dude I can't believe I didn't have a soundbite for fucking Smiley. As many times he's been on the show, there's probably one. There probably has to be one in there. But in all fairness, to grab a soundbite like that, you know what I mean? For it, I went back to, like, if, if everybody had a show that that was featured, you know what I mean? You know, talking shit, featuring Boom Farms, featuring Grokoski. I went back and looked for the soundbite from them shows, but if it was like a panel show, uh, I, oh no, I think it. I don't think I got Sergeant Pepper's. God damn it! Sorry, Sergeant Pepper. I think I didn't get that soundbite. Um, but some of them uh, I didn't get. So Smiley's episode, he didn't do one clearly. So I'm sure there's been in all the episodes he's been, he's probably said it at some point <coughs> but to look through a hundred episodes just for smiley going yeah. fucking talking shit that's that's a lot of time to scan through just to try to catch somebody saying a soundbite <clears throat> i wish they would I had some kind of technology where you could just type it in smiley says you know what i mean scans through the database right here episode six time sam 311 yeah, I looked for mine for a while. I was just about to go record you another one, but uh, it popped up. I found it. I was like, ah, there we go. I knew I had one. I thought it was a lot earlier in the show than it was, but I got to it. Dr. Wiggler's is another one. I couldn't find his. I knew it was somewhere in the middle. 
it's weird on some of them I can remember that uh, like Kineos I couldn't remember exactly where Kineos was I can remember uh, I thought it was it wasn't at the end I remembered like an awkward kind of like pause in that uh, five hours there and I was like oh this is a good time to get the sound bite in but I couldn't remember when it was. So I contacted him and he was like, oh yeah, we definitely, definitely did one. I think it's like a half hour back. So I kept going a half hour. That yeah, wasn't in the half hour. We'll go back 35 minutes, scan that. No, it wasn't in the 35. I did that up to like two hours back almost. I'm like, fuck, I can't find it. But by that time I had almost huh, an hour into searching for that one sound bite. I'm like, dude, I can't find it. He's like, oh, we'll look, we'll look. And uh, so he gets back with me. She found it three hours, 30 minutes in. The show was like five and a half hours. So I did just miss going back to it, but it sure wasn't that half hour back. <laughs> that was a lot of searching, man. Some of them weren't easy to find. Uh, lessons learned. Lessons learned in time stamping, both writing it down and uh, recording. <laughs> well, it definitely helped make it easier the second round for sure. Yep. Awkward pause. Yeah, sorry, bro. Sorry. Oh no, I just always like to. I fucking say I it. hate the awkward sounds, and I'm like, yep, way to fucking make it wicked awkward. I'm, you know what I'm thinking about right now? Uh, I, I, I see boom, and I'm like, dude, microdosing some fucking gummies. I seen that fucking post the other day, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck, bro? Like, I need that shit. Yep. Oh man, I, I gobbled down that fucking barracuda bar the other night. Were you on when I was talking about yeah. that boom? I was on <laughs> What's the Barracuda bar? It was a, a hundred and twenty milligram chocolate bar. And right. I was reading on it, it was for the dose it said fucking uh one tenth of a bar. Yeah. I'm like, who the fuck's eating one tenth of a fucking chocolate bar? No. And I sat there and I powered away on that motherfucker just I'm like, Yeah, this this thing ain't shit. This thing ain't shit. So I fucking about, you know, 420 comes, and I'm like, oh, yeah. The fucking thing was kicking my ass right about 420. I went right, ended the show, went fucking straight to bed. That fucking Barracuda bar just fucking put me out. I woke That's up I love high about as the fuck sometimes. today, dude. Super high. I took a 300 milligram last night. A little bit late, later than usual. And it was like, it, it affected me. I felt great. I felt good kind of just like mellowed out you know and then i went to sleep woke up and i was like jesus <laughs> fucking I'm, a, I'm i'm still real real high right now like god damn it was like eight o'clock this morning nine o'clock ten o'clock i'm still fucking feeling it i'm like god what happened and then i ate more i'm like fuck it just stop this party off right i guess that'd be fourth like let's go you know what i mean fucking yeah about 500 milligrams deep today and i'm passing out at eight o'clock on myself so that was nice Fucking, I thought it was cool that uh, they're talking about Mila in chat there. I can't wait. She's, she actually texted me today and was like, 
I hope I get to be in the second 100. I was thinking, fuck yeah, you get me. You want to come back? Hell yeah, that was an awesome episode. <clears throat> Moreover, though, uh, she's coming to Michigan here in a month or two. I think it's two months. Oh, and yeah. uh, she said she she wants to hook up. So I'm actually going to be able to fucking go hang out with her when uh, she comes to Michigan. Fucking which, uh, Well, you definitely got to yeah. wash some hash before she comes then, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If I think I can fucking, man, that's a, that's a hell of a pass there, boom. You know what I mean? You better be uh, taking some extra care, setting aside some good quality material. Yeah. He passing the fucking hash queen, uh, just regular old fucking hash. You better be passing some fucking good shit on her. Oh, you don't want to hand her your twenty-five. That's for sure. Might want to use that oh. ninety bag for the first pull and just get her that that fine, fine. Best you can possibly get, you know. Dude, she's awesome. She was saying she doesn't really have access to great hash where she's at, wasn't she? Like what they ask for, she isn't willing to pay kind of a thing. Yeah, and she's not currently really growing uh, a lot of her own. Yeah. yeah. I broke down and got one of these uh, fucking shitty carts for travel. Yeah. Still it. Distill it anyway. I, I at least grab the distillate versus just uh, oil. Yeah. Not too impressed though. It's supposed to be fucking uh, skunk GMO, GMO and skunk one. I can't taste either. <laughs> I can't taste either in it, to be honest with you. No garlic or no skunk. It was a big letdown. Yeah, those carts are, I don't know, I'm not into them. No, they're nice they're, for travel, though. I was just going to say, they're ultra, ultra convenient, but you don't get, the, I don't get a hit. I'm never happy with the hit I get, you know what I mean? Yep. I always feel like I'm, I could be just as high by sucking through a straw for no reason and end up about as buzzed. So... Do you guys ever utilize uh, Google when you're driving? Just, I mean, a lot of like times I, I know where the fuck, yeah, I know oh. where I'm going, but do you utilize it just on an everyday trip to uh, where you know where you're going? No. Do you know Google will tell you where the cops are? Really? I did not know that. Yeah. yeah They've been doing that. it for like a year now, yeah. and it's fucking accurate. Yeah, it's, I, uh, it's it's really spot on fucking point, dude. It really is that's down the crazy. highway and shit. It's like, yeah, it's it's different. I know. It's you know, it's a new, a new feature on it. I thought was cool. I've been using it on and off for the last year, but as I was kind of stating earlier on, oh, oh, whatever. Good night, girl Cosby. <laughs> fucking uh, what? Uh, what they've added, though, I thought was cool. I've used it on and off for the last year, but as I was saying earlier in the show, uh, they have so many fucking weekenders headed north. When I was going down, literally, 
bumper to bumper, 40 miles of fucking people headed north. So when I was going back north, I was like, oh, man, I can see accidents. I had already fucking passed a five-car pileup on the way down. And I was like, oh, shit. And they were, like, already bumper to bumper, stop and go traffic from when I was getting on. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw Google in on this. And uh, so I fired up Google and set my phone on the dash. And right off the bat, it got me off. Get off here. Go around. I'm like, hell yeah. I see the backup happening. I was already inching over and it was telling me to get off. I'm like, for once, I'm going to I'm gonna get off. And I got off and uh, it took me around and got me back on. I'm like, oh, cool. Thanks, Google. You're rarely right, but it was, thank you. Helped out a lot today. Then we drive down the road and it's a speed trap ahead. I'm like, okay. I slow down and it's showing me on the map, you know, where he's sitting, and it's just as I get up there, it flashes up on my phone. It says, is he still there? <laughs> just as I'm passing him. I'm like, yes, he is, Google. Thank you for telling me he was there, and just because you were spot on, I'm going to reply to you. So, yeah, I actually clicked back, you know, gave him the feedback. Yep, he's still sitting there. <laughs> That's awesome. That's but yeah, they're spot on, man. It's spot on. It's better than a radar detector because you can actually see, you know, it'll actually show them like sitting off to the left or right, and it'll show you kind of coming up on them, so you know right when, right when you're gonna pass them, right when to expect them. Pretty accurate too. It's funny. I see posts from my friends back home that no oh, cops down on the road. <laughs> <laughs> they got their own Google system just going through Facebook. I double tap my brakes when I know one's ahead. RC one. I usually yeah. double tap my brakes. Guy know that something's up ahead. Yeah, hit him with I guess the that's bad because I, I do the same thing for deer. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's a bad call because it. See their deer or get your ass arrested. It should be some kind of better method to the well, separate yeah. the... Well, up here, if anyone pulled you over, how come you're flashing your light? You just tell them, well, there was a deer. I didn't want that guy to hit it. And they can't be like, there's no fucking deer because there's fucking deer. <laughs> They're everywhere. Oh, it's not there now. That's the funny thing about deer is they wander around. So what are we doing here, right? They're not going to give you a hard time for something like that. Well, what happened to old Gorkowski, man? I don't know. Had to restart his router or something. Oh, I we only got five back. minutes to get back, and we're shutting her down, though, eh? I'm tired as fuck today. Yeah, yeah I know. Me, too. I don't know what it is, but, man, I am fucking dragging ass tonight. I still got to fucking... I got shit to do, but I think I may be falling out for a little while before I get up and do it. I'm like you, boom. Fucking, if I'm tired, I'll fucking crash out for a little nap. while. Get back never up. fight a nap. I'll get up and take care of it when I get to it. It'll get done. It'll get done. 
Oh, man. I think I'm going to go out on dab myself versus, well, I've still got half of this fucking joint here. I can finish off until I take that 420 dab. <clears throat> I was really fucking, uh, the feedback on the video was really cool, man. I was really, uh, all the comments and shit that uh, people posted, I thought that shit was really cool. And I was glad that uh, everybody else has enjoyed it like I have. Yeah, it was a long time coming. It was exciting to see it all come together. Yeah, a lot of shows. You, I was walking around here like a fucking tyrant yesterday. Fucking... God damn it. We fucking promised this at 100. We fucked this up. God damn it. We got told them we're going to have it tomorrow. Got to have it tomorrow. Good fucking. Because uh, I thought I had some resistance, man. Fucking. Um, I, I've asked him to do it. And trust me, I'm one of them guys that never, hardly ever asked for a favor or ask for anything fucking help anything i'd rather two broken legs you'd see me fucking roll around for about three hours trying to get up before i'd ask to be asked for you can give me a hand getting up here so when i asked the kids to fucking help out man i thought you know initially that i'd get that first oh dad never really asked for help we gotta jump on this i got uh-huh yeah we'll help you i even bought the one a game and shit yeah fucking Thanks for your help. Game got played. Task got set aside. 100th episode came up. I'm like, you guys got that list? Uh, yeah. Um, no. I'm like, you, you didn't stop me from playing the fucking video game? Jesus. And then even yesterday, Lexi, I'll give credit what credit's very much due. Lexi was killing it. Out of the two. Lexi went put in a lot of time, went through and actually wrote down timestamps. And Courtney said she was going to do some. And then here we thought they were done. Never went and did it. Went and played the fucking game. So I'm like, Courtney, you got them one to 20 and shit? She's like, yeah. Nah, I'm gonna, I was going to get to it. And I'm like, God damn. So I started doing them. And then Lexi's like, oh, Courtney's. Courtney's going to work on the ones that I'm not working on. And then I started getting messages from Courtney, you know, messages. And uh, they're like, yeah, nothing, nothing from 21 to 29. And I'm like all the ones she was responsible for. I'm like, yeah, there's not one soundbite from 21 to 30. Not one. I find that hard to believe. And I started going back through them. And I popped off like five. I'm like, God damn it. Thanks, Courtney. So I had to go through and start. Oh, but yeah. I wasn't going to not let it go on. I said it was coming on the fourth, and I tried to be a man of my word. So it was fun. It was, uh, it was that, you know, that was, uh, it was a little bit of work, but it was so much fun to go back and look at them old videos. Kind of like I was telling Stabby. You know what I mean? Uh, so I asked him if he'd ever 
went back and watched uh, some of them fucking old videos of the uh, uh, embracing organics. And he was like, nah, I loved it, done it. I very rarely, unless I'm trying to prove a point, go back and listen to something. So I'm like, eh, okay. But uh, it was really cool to look back to see, and especially in a short time, how things have progressed. You know what I mean? The way things have handled, the way talking. Things have come a long way in a very short time. Uh, pretty crazy. Some things I was like, I need to be doing that. And some things I was like, oh, I'm glad I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Is it time? Hell yeah. It's 420. Sarah wants to know if I've thought about giving away a cut of the beautiful loser as a giveaway. <coughs> that, that may happen in time. That may happen in time. Happy 420. Cheers. Happy 420, guys. Mr. Greenpot, Devin Shipwreck 420, Spikey, Ned Denver, Bill Sid. Yeah, I guess Prokoski's not going to make her back. I don't know what happened there. Bob Koski. Yeah. That was funny as fuck, man. Did you see that last night? Or was it last night? Which. Yeah, I think it was last night when uh, Jack was on and Brokowski. Yeah. Fucking sometimes, man, I fucking get a little high. Actually brought up that fucking picture of Jack, which, you know, I hope I really, truly hope he doesn't take any offense to that. But I honestly can't believe the fucking resemblance with him and the zigzag man. It's fucking uncanny, man, and I don't don't think it's a bad thing, but man, How you know, it's bad. funny. I think it's funny because he, at one point, kind of said he thought he might have found uh, the American one's alter ego uh, as a breeder, and I don't know how true much truth there is to that, but. I think I found his alter ego <laughs> yeah. as a zigzag man for sure. And uh, so Grokowski's on. Did you see him with the wig? He fucking... I didn't know what was going on. I did see that. I was like, is that his hair or is he wearing a wig? He was, was wearing a wig. And uh, I don't know why. And that's the fucking way my fucking weird brain works like that. There's been a couple of times where on the show I was like, this is the way I see it. Uh, you know what I mean? I've tried to explain. I've listened to somebody say something. I'm like, oh, this is what I'm seeing in my head. And then tried to like explain it. But that's what's going on. Like when Jack talked that day, instantly the zigzag man flashed in my head. So Grokowski comes on last night with that wig. And it took like a fucking millisecond. Millisecond of fucking him seeing him with that wig. And I instantly seen Bob Ross. Oh. So fucking, 
I bring up that picture of Bob Ross and screen share it. And I'm like, anybody else see that fucking resemblance? And fucking dead on. Dead fucking on. So now I've been calling him Bob Cosby and shit. <laughs> Ever since, since then and shit. Because uh, it was a ringer. It was a fucking ringer. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. I thought he was wearing a Khabib hat. One of those, whatever they're called. Oh, yeah. Like weird. Yeah, yeah, could have been, could have been. That's some funny shit. Well, he—I don't think he's getting banks. I think we're fucking. I know I'm about done. We're getting on, guys. Happy 420. Happy Fourth of July, everybody out there. I guess we're on to the fifth now. Past midnight, everywhere. But yeah, cheers, everybody. Boom, Boom Farms on Instagram. You find me there. You find me in the chat. Have a good night, Eagle. Good times. You know, it's funny is Boog before you go is uh <clears throat> as we talk about uh I've kind of briefly touched on uh how things have come a little ways there. And that's uh I'm gonna put yourself on that list there. I watched your episode there, go looking for your timestamp and uh the first episode there. I remember watching you. I've never done this type of thing before. You know what I mean? This is the first nope. time I've, and uh, you've come a ways. You've come quite a ways from that first episode. Yeah, you, it uh, feels normal now. It was weird the first time. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to point that out too, that uh, you seem a lot more comfortable than uh, that first episode. Uh, yeah, well, I was yeah. talking about, you know, how things have changed, that's for sure. Just in three months there, that first episode with you. Still stoked, man. I'm still honored that uh, you were able to come on back then. I remember uh, I got here. I was, we're getting ready to end the show and shit. Now it's another five minutes. And shit. Yeah. But I remember, though, uh, why well, I asked you, though, man, when I remember seeing you in chat and uh, as the show was where it's kind of progressing there, um, you slowly dropping good, good. I could tell it was good knowledge too. It wasn't, you know, somebody just spouting off, you know what I mean? Cause there's a lot of people that just, I think in some chats, they just like to say some shit, just whatever. But I could tell that the information that you were saying was good information and it was well-placed. So I was like, man, this guy fucking, I, and we knew it too. I could tell the good sub cool references and shit like that. I'm like, yeah, this guy's a weed nerd and he knows what the fuck he's talking about. I, I get this fucker on. And uh, I'm, I'm fucking super glad I have, man, to be yeah, honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Yeah, no. You've hung out lots, lots of great tips. So, you know, if people are talking about something and I get like a little tip or a cheat or a hack, you know, I like to drop it in there. You know, the more the more ideas that we have on subjects, the more the better we can make them, right? So, with that, thanks a lot, Eagle. It's always a great time. Appreciate it. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, yeah. Boom. Take care, bro. Mr. Boom Farms. Love hanging out with that guy. That's much much truth, man. I uh, he was good meat, man. I'm proud to meet.
proud to meet and proud to have met and know Mr. Boom Farms, Mr. Grokoski, Smiley's Gardens, so many, so many others. That's just a couple to name the few. Jack Screenstock, for sure. But it's time to sign out, guys. Yeah, seemed like tonight was a little bit long one for some reason, but uh, back to pace tomorrow. Resume Genetics will be here telling about uh, another fellow old, old nerd there. Uh, be a great episode. Humble Grower, hard, uh, Humble Gardener 420, Organics for Life. Thank you for uh, hanging out, Sharate. Devin, Mr. Green Pots, JDs, of course, Boom Farm, Sir Howe. Thank everybody hanging out in chat. Jack's Green Talk, 42420, Spartan Drone, of course, Boom Farm, Smiley, Charlie's Farm, 420. It's been a minute since we've seen him. Miss that cat. Aldridge, 25, JDs, Miss D's Nug, Smoking Grove, Fraser, Grokowski. Twisted Roots, make sure and split. check out Twisted tomorrow for Weed Church Sunday mornings. I don't have time. Sorry about that. Faded Farmer, Jeff Jaworski, Peter Griffin, Evolve 420, Cameron, Bagseed, Jill Carter, Majestic Grower, Ginger Snaps, I Kill, DT, DTWE, Grow Zazy, Rick Wolf, PLP 2372, Ned Denver, Sergeant Pepper, Cannon Trooper, Blind Cat 420, Light Up Again Tim, Purple Thumb OG, UKSIF 420, Sir Howe, Buddha Boy, Devin Shipwreck, CJ Apple, Medical MJ, Budsville USA, Resolution Prophet, Chris Martinez, Tara Wilson, Dinkman Dan, Dinkman 420, Bro, uh, Red Setter Farms, The Good Life, Bill Sid, Joni Bell, Chicha B, Most Hated Grower, The Major General 420, The American One, W. Jiggler 714, Charate, Kinio, Genetic Mountain Skies, Hit That, High Fly, Chris Mertz, Ivan, Dirt, dirt Road Dude, Kanashiva, Damn, I can't even read my own writing there. Jose Ramirez, oh boy, they messed it up. Red Eye Rustler, Deb Goblin, Dr. Buzz, 710 Canuck, Cannon Queen Genetics, Stabby Tanazi, Humidor, Dirtman, Dan, Blackstyle Gardens, all the guys over there, Embracing Organics Channel, and of course, all my friends over there, Michigan Bros Growth Show. One last time, if I happen to left you out on the soundbank clip, it was not. My God, it was not intentional. Stephanie B, thank you so much for joining in. I hope you had an amazing fourth as well. If I missed anybody on the nightly shout outs, I am so sorry. Everybody deserves a shout out because you guys are what makes this show happen. I thank the Lord. I think I just thank my thank myself. To be so lucky, I don't think myself, I consider myself to be so lucky that you guys uh, hang out as much as you do and just tune in day after day. It's a huge, huge honor. 
very huge honor. With that being said, I hope you guys had a safe 4th of July. I hope you had a, uh, an amazing finish up of your weekend. Have a great time tomorrow on that Sunday, Misfit Sunday. Spend some time with your family. Barbecue, and I'll be here tomorrow at 11.30. I love you guys. Do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do change lives. I can never, ever stress that enough. You know, so easy to go on about that. It's fucking honestly just dog tired, you know. I love you guys. I'm going to get some rest. I hope you guys do the same. Have a prosperous day. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you. Peace.